Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I'm T. Labine. This is the Impulse Show. And with me, as always, Jeffrey Keeble. What up, what up? What's going on? What's going on, brother? How you doing? No birthday party today. No birthday parties today. Even though and there is a birthday party today. <laughs> no, there's not. Yeah, there is. Who's? Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, geez, at least I know who's going to be there with me. Is now more than likely always Lyle Keeble. Like I said, I'll never leave you. I don't got no birthdays. I'll miss a birthday for you. Like, come on, like another birthday? I don't even like you, Tito. Yeah. You're kidding. No. You're kidding. <laughs> You're kidding yeah, right? whose birthday There's is no it? Birthday. No, just kidding. No, no, I was going to say, He's man. No, but there, there was basketball tonight. Basketball started tonight. Basketball. It didn't yeah. start over tonight. it. He's lying you're like, to you. You're like Casey Holgren with us, like fucking the snowmobiles, man. Mm-hmm. Get over it. It's not basketball season. It is too. We're done. No. no. It's August. We've been done for football just started. Five you're months. over here trying to start basketball. Stop yeah. It. No one cares about football. Ain't nobody want to talk about basketball in August. It's gross, man. We're not talking about basketball. He goes playing basketball. Playing basketball. Uh, are you okay are you okay man like i said i I felt like what do you mean you should go on another seven months again because you you were you were way more i could stand you a lot more now i'm just gonna walk out of this building i think that's just you (laughs) no just you mr i I even i even fucking felt it playing uh in our meetings Today, yeah, our meetings, yeah, our meetings. I can feel it, yeah. I can feel you. <laughs> this weekend just turned him into a lion again. Oh, he's a fucking bitch. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's what it turned him into. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just playing. But no, for real, for real. Uh, so last week's podcast was uh, a little tamed. Um, yep. For those who have heard our previous podcast and for those who don't like the way we do shit i guess um turn to like 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. skip ahead yeah skip ahead skip ahead to yeah. uh, minute 30 no yeah. it was funny though because uh because of um um Caleb was just like oh you guys should do uh <laughs> you guys should do the guest right away and then yeah. he listened to the podcast and was like, maybe that was too soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we uh, we, we kind of just did something where, you know, Dave Mason was in the studio and it happened that six worked uh, worked best for him. So, um, you know, we did our, obviously our apology. And then we just kind of went into the guest thing and thought we were going to have time to banter. But I don't know. The conversation went really good with oh, uh, yeah. Dave Mason, and yeah. then it went really well with Holcher. I mean, yep. And and the thing of it too is like you know Holcher's seventeen. You know, uh, oh, did you catch any of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's like froze for a second. No, we got it. We no, got you. No, no. Okay. I really no. Uh, Holcher's you know seventeen, and um, you know it's just a really good conversation with the uh, mm-hmm. with Mister Mason, and you know we just kind of went too long with the with the podcast, and 
um, didn't didn't get time to banter, so um, changing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be honest, man. I don't even remember what I did. Oh, we didn't even talk about Bark River. That's what it was. Yeah. That's yeah. what you even banter about was, yeah. was Bark River. But was, no, um, even with our apology, uh, Dirt City um actually reached out to us and they accepted and we're moving forward with it. Um they even said that uh that they would do the the foot race. Yeah. Next year. Yeah. And, and, and no, it was it was really cool when you uh when you texted me and showed me and um I don't know, man, like it it was a really good feeling knowing like you know that there was maybe miscommunication or misunderstanding or whatever. It was just super like cool and everyone was like, "Hey man, like we get it. Like mistakes happen. And, and I feel like we all did the right thing we're supposed to do. And, and yeah, man, feel good. And, um, excited for that foot race then. Yeah. No, yeah, right. yeah. For real. And now, now we move on and we're yeah, back. Yeah. And we're back. Was, yeah. No, it was really <laughs> cool, man. Really cool that they, uh, that they reached out and then I don't know. I, I thought it meant a lot too, to, to just see that. And, um, it was cool. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of foot race, we have a first-time sponsor. He actually got a sponsor for it. <laughs> we actually got a sponsor for the foot race. Uh, you know what uh, I got to do, though, is I, I got to reach out to Crandon and uh, see who I'd have to talk to as far as, like, putting that on and maybe putting that on, like, the track or something. Yeah, Marty, maybe? Maybe Marty or Tina. 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 I'd maybe reach out to Mackenzie, maybe, and just be like, hey, like, who do I got to talk to about like this? Yeah. Cliff was shut it down. Yeah, Cliff, <laughs> Cliff would shut it down right away. Dude, he would he would want no part of that. He'd be like, oh, people are on my track. On my track. Maybe I should talk to Tina. Uh, <laughs> Tina would relay it in a very good way. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, Cliff. <laughs> so what's I uh mean, you know, he's got so much to worry about anyway. Like, especially on Fall Crandon. The last thing I'm sure he wants to care about is, you know, some fucking foot race. Yeah. Yeah. So um it'd be ideal to have it on the track, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not sure the the quote unquote course layout of the of the foot race, but um, you know I kind of have a general idea in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'd have to put it out there and see who's interested again. Um, the purse, uh, from what I understand, is going to be bigger than the purse in Bark River, yep. so more money. Um, hopefully, it's going to be maybe a little more challenging. Still trying to finalize the things that we want to do. But from what I had said earlier, it's maybe going to be like a relay race where you got to have a team. So you got a, a team of two, somebody who does a short run, somebody who does a long run, maybe you like chug a half a beer, um, like, or, you know, two half cups of beer. And then you do like, you got to run around a barrel or like a joker lap of some kind to kind of like mm-hmm. make it interesting. Um, and then you do like heats where it's like, like four teams, four heats, if you win your heat, you go to the finals and then there's a last chance qualifier of basically like, I don't know, I guess everyone. And then you top two, then go into the finals. And then you've got six in the final, six teams in the finals and winner take all. Yep. I like that. That would work. And making it interesting, something different every time we throw this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's not just, you know, some same old foot thing. relay race. Like again, you kind of got to go big with Crandy and you got to make it more, than just a straight up foot race. So, yeah. I mean, and maybe we'll, you know, as Dirt City approaches next year, maybe we'll come up with something maybe a little longer than just that regular like foot race or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
maybe like we start out more chugging. Oh, <laughs> less running <laughs> so that like as you get further into like the triple crown or whatever you whatever like people were calling it yeah like by the time you get to Crandon it's like a full-blown like seven race series <laughs> yeah yeah it's like an attempt yeah like you gotta actually not you get, be me you get you get points <laughs> yeah. <laughs> points <laughs> yeah your points determine your start position at yeah. Crandon yeah we got Nolan out uh, there writing it down. Yeah. <laughs> got our scorekeepers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah timekeepers. Uh, and but, but, uh, and you get like time penalties. Yeah. But, um, 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 Dave Mason's, uh, father-in-law or his in-laws, um, want to sponsor it. So Eckler electric. Eckler electric. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Cause we weren't going to do it. Yeah. yeah no, no. no we yeah. It was, you know, dark river was going to be the last time we did the, foot race and then dave mason's in-laws heard it all and now we got a sponsor yep so How crazy is that can't get a sponsor for our show can't yeah can't get a sponsor for the show but know what the foot race <laughs> yeah, we got, yeah. We'll, we'll spend we'll spend the 500 500 on that <laughs> we, yeah. we can't get a sponsor for rush or the show or <laughs> yeah but our foot race got a sponsor three tries in like just pretty soon uh, rush is gonna die and then the foot race is gonna be this immaculate thing <laughs> yeah yeah right that's gonna be the that's our know, the, that's our dynasty right there yeah yeah that's the legacy of impulse yeah the foot race no uh, but uh man dude bark river that was um up and down weekend for sure yeah i mean you know we won't go into too much detail but it started out pretty rough but um you know, work through it, and then it, and then it rained, <laughs> and it was we, just muddy and like he says we wet, through it. and it was just kind of like one of those weekends that was like really weird. But um, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know about you guys, but I think that I had, you know, some some pretty good shots. I thought I filmed good, and and, and I had some good confidence with it. But um, I don't know, man. I, I it was it was a really roller coaster of a weekend. I think. Yeah. Jeffrey, we're looking at you. Oh, yeah. Uh, I almost threw a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah, just say, like yeah. Said, it, it, yeah, it yeah. No, it definitely and, and... turned out rough. But uh, no, um, I think I struggled a little bit shooting. Um, just for the fact that, like, you would think, like, the track that big, you would have multiple angles to shoot from. Mm-hmm. But I think the shots that i wanted in my head we didn't really get when i was going through the through the footage mm-hmm. um but but it, it i don't know like i said it, it was good it rained we had fun with the guys uh you know it's your one year anniversary we had some steaks uh thanks yep, to the steaks you know thanks to climbing's parents and everything for um, setting us up again and housing us, us poor Indians, and <laughs> and yeah, no, I'm mean, overall. I think it was a good weekend. Um, yeah, you know, I beat you in the foot race, so uh, sprained my super ankle. I sprained my on a sprained ankle too. It was super yeah, embarrassing. <laughs> and I sprained That's my ankle, right, dude. You're getting you're getting down from like a ladder. Oh, or dude, I down from yeah, and- I was in the TV tower and I was like two steps. 
above the ground. And I was like, you know what? I'm athletic enough to jump. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I fucking landed in the holes, hole, my ankle cracked and everything. And mm-hmm. I fell and I threw my very expensive camera <laughs> in front of everybody. And you threw it? Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. It hurt. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah. And <laughs> so you had like a chubby boy fall, right? It was dude, all dude, fat boy, <laughs> fat, fat boy fall to the T, dude. <laughs> Like the camera even hit my knee and scraped it and everything. It was bad. It was bad. And then it was in front of everybody too. And it was just like, I was like, oh, great. This is how our weekend's going to start. <laughs> yeah. He's over here hobbling pretty hard too. And I was like, come on now. Like just looking for sympathy. Uh, like, you know, we just had a rough, rough Friday morning and he's out here trying to like, woe is me. And then he's like, yeah, no, I actually hurt my ankle. And then I saw it, how it's sw- like swole up. It was swollen up and. I was like, oh, maybe he's serious. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah. But I asked him too. I was like, I was like, this is what you get, man, for making fun of me when I pulled my hamstring. I know, right? Fuck. <laughs> but no, I mean k- 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 karma. But overall, it was good. I mean, I enjoyed myself. It was a good weekend. I mean, we had yeah. uh we had the white guy staying with us. So he just invited himself. Yeah, yeah, no. just <laughs> yeah, just in Im- the morning. Yeah, just invited himself. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, where are you guys staying at? Uh, climbing, mm. hooked us up with the camper. Oh, that's cool, man. We'll, we'll have some fun. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, no, but we were missing Brown Town. Um, yep. Nothing against Bink. Bink's my homeboy, but I mean, we're we're heavily outnumbered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we could have could have used uh, Brown Town for sure. I mean, he really kind of adds to like. You know the the color texture, yeah, of, mm-hmm. of the camera people, and it just seemed a little light, <laughs> a little <laughs> light this weekend. <laughs> Need uh, that brown town complexion. Yeah. yeah, that's why it rained all weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. just missing them. Yeah, just missing them, just down. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, dude, Caleb, Caleb showed up. He was tired, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he was cranky. He was. He's all sassy and stuff in the morning. He like, was. I was like, what's up with you? And he's like, oh, I'm just I'm just tired, man. I was like, I know, but so like, I love you. <laughs> I love you. It sounds like you. <laughs> sounds like you earlier today during our meetings. You stop it. Just sassy. I didn't get to see the <sighs> sassy side of Caleb. I think me and Kitzman left at that time. Oh, maybe, yeah. I think it was like me and Jeffrey and Bink and uh, Brian. Oh, Brian showed up? Oh, yeah. yeah. Brian. Brian, the... The goat. The goat. The goat. The people, the guy I look up to. Mm-hmm. The guy that I want to be. Dude, he had a nice banger, that pro light class. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. Banger. He shows up for one race and just fucking, he's like, oh, oh, oh look at those guys. And I just destroy, too, and just destroys up, all fuck. of us. <laughs> just like, yep, stay stay out west, bro. I know, I was watching this stuff. I was like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> we got nothing like that. <laughs> Dude, no, absolutely not. Uh, I was laughing because me and Tito were sitting there with our 105 lenses next to like Caleb, Bryant, and then I forgot Nons who else. And Visser. Yeah, and they all had their 600s out. <laughs> like, we're doing something wrong. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> trying to zoom in. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was even down close to the track with my 105 and I still had to like try to get closer. Yeah. No, but um it was cool. Um like the words that Bryant and uh and and, and Bink had to say to us. You know, kind of put shit in perspective a little bit like yeah. the responsibility that we have over here now. Well, and, you know and, what I, and like you said, 
their their words they kind of put a lot of it into perspective and 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 it's different when it like comes from your peers you know what i mean when like you know when it like comes from like a like like a hierarchy of things you know a supervisor or whatever it may be it's just it's run-of-the-mill stuff but when it's your peers who are kind of like hey man like you know they they have you know something to say along the lines of like what your hierarchy is saying it's like okay well you know maybe there's definitely something there and like you said it put it in a perspective for sure yeah 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 like oh shit we did fuck up yeah it's like these guys (laughs) we've been getting talked to all season it's like your parents yelling at you but we don't listen until somebody else tells you (laughs) (laughs) it's like oh shit i guess they were they were right all season long (laughs) oh i guess we don't know everything (laughs) yeah (laughs) that teenager kind of thing yeah so but no it was cool like just to hear it and like it's still hard to comprehend the responsibilities that we have now going in but like i said we're back gonna be doing our same shit yeah yeah i mean like i mean i guess for me like some people i mean i know we work in that in the field and everything but this like podcast isn't affiliate affiliated with them you know like oh yeah yeah yeah, like this is like ours and ours only like what we say (laughs) is ours it's not like coming from them yeah yeah like we have no affiliation with with camp off-road we have Mm -hmm. no affiliation with any of the tracks we have no affiliation with anybody yeah. like i said this is yeah. just this is us just hanging out yeah you know? yep even though we hang out enough <laughs> no yeah and, and, and think of it too is like like and and without a doubt it's like hold us responsible for the stuff that we say and mm-hmm. you know it's just i don't know yeah. I, I don't want the other people to get in trouble for like us yeah you know I mean? yeah I, oh and the other thing too is like if we did do another rant i guess is like all right we gotta be more professional about it yeah, for sure. Oh <laughs> shit! Speaking of, uh, he comes in with. The, did you even bring us? Did food? you bring us anything? I grabbed this. <laughs> 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 Sit down, right, right here, ready yeah, to go. Right might away. as well. Should we? Should we just bring him on, introduce him, and yeah. then we'll talk I about get, the weekend? Well, yeah, here we can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can I'm, talk I'm about sure his weekend. Tito's. Tito's. Tito's about oh. to tell us what happened this weekend. Yeah. Oh. Might as well. Should we introduce him right now, then? Yeah. All right. Wait, wait, well, he's got to get situated. Yeah. No, we're good. The special All guest. Right. Can you hear? Oh, yeah. Hear? All right. All right. Here goes. Well, here we go. Our first guest is blessing us with his presence by being in studio for the Impulse Show. The gentleman has been tearing up short course, uh, the short course scene for a decade, and you're probably asking yourself, who is this old man, Tito? Well, let me tell you, he's an old man. Much like McLovin from Superbad, he's old enough to party, but not old enough for a prostate exam. Like most West Coast drivers, he started out wheeling and dealing in the mod carts of the Lucas Oil Series, and once he was done wiping the floor with those ugly kids, no talent, he moved into the pro-light class. He quickly became a contender and a name to be taken seriously out West. Then God decided he didn't need the Lucas Oil Series, <laughs> and our guests had to make his presence more known here in the Midwest. Once he captured a championship at Fall Crandon, he decided to scoff at Pro 2 and made the decision to jump right into Pro 4. Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from the middle of nowhere in Holtville, California, where George's Pizza has breadsticks that are so fluffy, their pizza has that melty, stretchy, stringy type. We have the 2021 Pro Light World Champion, the number 35 Falcon Tire back Pro 4, Mr. Big Nuts himself, Cole Mamer. What's going on, boys? Big what Nuts up, himself, brother? he says. Yeah. <laughs> from, from small town Holtville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How you doing, dude? What uh, what what'd you... Uh, what, what you bringing into the studio? I'll just uh, honestly, I brought in some uh, <laughs> eats and treats from uh, 
uh, Leona, or I think it's what it's Ooh. called. Oh, Crandon? No. Like double buck? I don't, I don't know what it's called in Leona, but I only know everything in Crandon, even though I live in Leona for the summer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that story. Yeah, that's right, Leona. Why did I think, or why did I think Andy go? Was that last year? No, I've been in Leona for the last two years. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. I was asking, I was like, where is Cole coming from that he wants to come in here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I looked and he texted me. I was like, oh, dude, I'm only 30 minutes away. I might as well drive in. I was like, at the farm, we have like no service. Yeah. So it works out better being here. I should have picked you up. I was going through. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody told me you were in Antigo. Yeah, that's, that's my bad. I, I I thought it was Antigo. That's where he said the breadsticks were good, too, in Hopewell. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to get his research pizza, right. Man. Stories. George has got good pizza. Breadsticks, on the other hand, I got to work on that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, dude, I Googled, I just Googled, like, Hopewell. I was like, where's that at? And I looked, I was like, George's Pizza. I got to pull a Google review from that. Oh, yeah. That was like the one restaurant we have in Hopewell. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of like towns in here. It's like kind of like the same population. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So is that what makes you like really super comfortable then? Like being in Leona and uh, like Townsend and like Lakewood, stuff like that is something similar? Yeah. No, like literally where I live is um full farm community. So my parents or what's what my father does, my grandpa does. Uh, we farm out there. So. Being in Leona on, the, on a farm, literally on a farm, it's pretty cool. It feels like home. Everybody's so nice. That's what's different from out wet or out here compared to California. What'd you uh, What'd you do this weekend? What'd you get into? Uh, we, uh, <laughs> oh, me, oh. <laughs> me, me and the wait a minute, me, wait a minute. So uh, me and the Gibbs boys, yeah, yeah, we could use a couple of those. Uh, Oh, it's just me, a squirt. Me, oh, yeah, it's no fun. Uh, <laughs> so me and the Gibbs boys, are, they dragged me down to uh, Wausau. So they commute every day while they're here from Wausau to Leona to work on the trucks with me. What? And um, so they finally convinced me. I haven't gone out of the shop all summer. The deal was if they helped me get the truck ready, the Pro 4, after testing on Thursday, ready for the weekend, I would go out with those boys Friday night. And uh, mm-hmm. let's just say the only thing I can say is we, we closed down everything. And that's about as far as I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Saturday was a little rough, though. I didn't do anything all day. <laughs> did, you get, uh, did you get wet, wild and weird or what? Uh, no, we didn't get that wild and weird. Uh, started out the golf course and then uh, we closed that down. I think we we're, I think we we're the latest they've ever stayed open. Probably 1030. And then, uh, I don't know if you Shut guys know the golf course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then we went to the bars. But you, I don't know if you guys know Nick and Max Pascula, the twins that race Prolite. I I know the name. I don't know them. No so one. then we ended up catching up with those boys because I've been friends with them for a couple of years now since we met back at ERX. And uh, let's just say got a little rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. And I remember so, uh, Han and Wassa. I. I think the Packers just won and I drove by a guy and I like hung out the window and I had my Packer Jersey and I was like, yeah, go Pat, go. And he just like kept walking. And I was like, wow, what a fucking ass clown. <laughs> so like we turned around cause I was a little upset and I turned around and as we got closer, I was like, Oh, this guy's blind. That's why he couldn't like <laughs> see how enthusiastic I was. <laughs> Walking with the cane still mad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Cause we came from like behind and, and he didn't like acknowledge me. I was like, well, like, come on. the Packers well, he, just he, won, did, he did come from behind. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which, how was your weekend? How Lyle? was your weekend? How was your weekend? Uh, Lyle? We should uh, go into our weekend. 
Tell before him. we go into his. Yeah, your weekend's last because you had more eventful weekend than all of us. Yeah, you, you can actually talk about yours. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is what the people want. We'll just go quickly. Uh, brief summary of my weekend. I worked because of somebody volunteered us. <laughs> volunteer? We got paid. Yeah, but you volunteered us to work basically. Like, hey, we'll do it. Hey, when you got those big bucks coming in, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, we had the powwow around this weekend and then we just filmed Friday and Saturday. Did a little bit of golfing also. Didn't shut it down. <laughs> no, we didn't shut the golf down. <laughs> didn't do any of that. But yeah, just work Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Um, I relapsed. <laughs> I was just going to ask that. Yeah. I was like, did you um, to get thirsty? Yeah. Thirsty, <laughs> drank up a little bit. So that was my That's weekend. What's up. See? I'm here for that. Yeah, see, Tito's support, supportive right here. No, no. Is it okay? When when does it stop being supportive and then turn into enabling, dude? Right away, That's what the- you guys are doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are enablers. Yeah, yeah. We've never once said what we are doing, like you and me. Like, I think yeah. that's the reason why we come to each other when we're like, hey, is this a good idea? You're like, yeah, it is. Yeah, because you guys don't fucking... Yeah. Ju- we don't think. Don't think. <laughs> <laughs> we don't think, we just do. Uh, anyways. How was your All right, Jeffrey? I, I worked. That's it. <laughs> that's all I have. That's it? I, I, I feel like kids. we have a Debbie Downer over here right now. He's jealous. I am. I am. I am. Somebody's, a little, somebody's a little sour. <laughs> Too, we, we had meetings earlier today, and he's just Mr. Debbie Downer. Not Debbie Downer. No, no, Cole, don't think of me like that. <laughs> don't think of me like that. <laughs> we're we're at the game. We're gonna wash some of those things. Yeah. <laughs> Bring them in next time. Uh, no, I just got a uh, business to run. <laughs> oh, okay. man, he, he looked at you pretty firm with that. <laughs> How's your weekend? Does Cole know good. like does Cole know like the setup to this? I don't know if he does. Has he told well, you? Well, let's surprise him. Yeah, just tell him. Yeah, yeah. story time with Tito. Yeah. I mean, again, yeah. we warned the listeners halfway in already. Like, skip ahead. Yeah. Again, if you guys don't like the content that we do, <laughs> skip to forty-five minutes. When we, no. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's about to get, yeah. <laughs> it's about to get graphic. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think he's trying to pause this for a yeah. lot of lot of lot of Kool Aid and popcorn kind of weekend, like uh, this. Stayed in, you know, it was very, very wholesome. Didn't do anything, you know, that the good Lord wouldn't do. And just, uh, you know, went to bed early. And that was it, man. So what did you really do this weekend? No, okay, here's what I did. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, let's take it back a couple of weeks. (laughs) So I had this girl, right, uh, that I was hooking up with for a while. Your COVID girlfriend. Um, No. no, Your COVID girlfriend. Jeffrey keeps saying it. You guys are going to get married. So I hooked up with her for like seven months here in uh, Minneapolis, like once a week, at at least once a week. She's always in Minneapolis (laughs) (laughs) Tuesday night. And uh, so she moved then to Vegas, Uh, her and her family, because she's living in her family. They moved to Vegas by some other family. And uh, um, I don't know, man, I was on a dry streak and these (laughs) boys were egging me on and then uh, Kleiman was egging me on too. And so I, I was kind of a little drunk one night and I was like, Oh, I should like fly her out. And Kleiman's like, dude, I will pay if you fly her out. Like I will pay like early, like his weekend fee. So he sent the money and, uh, and I was like, well, I kind of have to do it now. So 
I did. I uh, paid for a flight. So mm-hmm. then she flew in on Friday at 1030. She landed. And uh, from Thursday until that Friday, I had gotten the poison out one time. So I was very. (laughs) (laughs) I was very like ornery and kind of just primed up, ready to go. And she gets off the plane. Uh, She told me like she didn't eat. So I got her some mac and cheese and, you know, she ate some mac and cheese, got back here. Really fancy. Had some tequila, (laughs) squirts and lime. And, uh, and then next thing you know, man, like, I don't even remember what happened, but it was like on, it it was on the first time. I don't know. 45 seconds, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) At least it's honest. Yeah. one of those were like but he knew know. that going in he's like telling us his yeah. game plan his first day game plan he was telling us all like gotcha. bark river uh, so you got the bad day out of the way the yeah. first day dude yeah so got it out of the way and then second time uh i don't know man it was just kind of like so the reason why the second one really doesn't stick with me is because of the third one so we did it <laughs> We did it the second time. So, so the second one also been 30 seconds. Yeah. So we're now we're moving on to the third yeah, so, one. Yeah, so the second one was yeah, 48 seconds. Yeah. And, uh, and then At least once you're we got to the third one, I think by then we were, you know, we had tequila, we had drinks, like stuff like that. And what was the, the what was the rebound time? Um I don't even it know. It was way man. longer think, than 48 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Did it the first time. Got dressed. I don't know, maybe like a drink, like 20 minutes, maybe. Oh, nice. 15. And then went back in for the second time. And then it was a little bit more because then we were kind of like, you got that first like batch of poison out. So then <laughs> you're kind of just like, because I feel like on that first one, I didn't get like all of it out. And that explains 48 seconds. I feel like I still brewing with the same one on the second time. So, <laughs> We, uh, we, uh, uh, then we were kind of watching movies and stuff and I don't know, man, I can't remember what movie we were watching, but like a scene came on and we just kind of like looked at each other and it did like a, like a head nod, like to the, to the bedroom and she would like nodded her head. Yeah. So then we went in and I don't know what it was, man. It was just one of those. So, you know, when, oh fuck, I was going to say something. Um, okay. So, you know, when you are just like really, really into somebody like, like you almost care about them, but <laughs> whatever. COVID girl from back. But you're yeah. really, really into him. Like it was very like animalistic and like very like primal, where it was just a different like. So he was making animal noises. Oh, dude! So many animal noises. I'm surprised. <laughs> My door wasn't kicked in. <laughs> He's hurting her. <laughs> She's, dead She's dead already. Because, I mean, it let me only lasts like about a, 45 was, seconds, though. I hear the noises. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? Yeah. So, no, the, so by the third time, then, like, I'm already pretty, like, you know, spent. And we, man, how many? So we, let's see, one, two, <laughs> three, four, five different, like, you know, for second, third, four, fifth, like positions. And I don't know, man, on that last one, it was just like, like, I don't know. I, I, it was so weird. It's like, I wanted to hurt her. (laughs) 
Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, there should be two of you here. Like, I'm going to try to, like, split you. Like, so, like, you know, like, like a sub, you know how, like, the long way it gets, like. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, so then there was that. Got done Friday night. Uh, Saturday, woke up. Did it again. And had breakfast. Her friend picked her up. I went by a friend's place for the pool. And then she was like, hey, do you want to go out tonight? And I was like, like out, out? She said, yeah, let's go out, out. I said, okay, sure. So me, her, and her friend then met here, pre-gamed a little bit. And then we went downtown, um, found a place. And I don't know, like, it was all right. But then they asked, like, hey, do you want to go to this place called Conga? And I'm like, I'm sure. And they're both. So she's Puerto Rican and her friend is also Puerto Rican. So like, oh yeah, let's go to Conga. Like it's a, like a Latino like thing. And I was like, sure. So we roll up, dude, I kid you not. I walk in this place and she looks at me and she goes, you might be the tallest person here, by the way. I was like, nah, I walk in, dude, I'm the tallest guy by like fucking six inches. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now you know how Keegan Kikaid pulls everywhere. I walked in and everyone was like, dude, easily five foot eight. Like everyone was five foot eight. Like it, like there was like, like Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, like, like dude, some guys from El Salvador, like, and the only reason I know that is because he was like shouting it. And so we're like downstairs and I'm having a good time. Oh wait, there's so an we, upstairs. Dude, there was a downstairs and there was an upstairs. Like, I didn't even know there was a downstairs. We go downstairs, like a fucking basement, dude. I could see over every, I can see all the way to the bar, dude. That's how like short all these guys were <laughs> ordering drinks from the back. I'll take two. Yeah. So we leave there and she is trashed. Like she is obliterated, like falling down. I call an Uber. So we get maybe three or four blocks away and she goes, I have to puke. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So the guy pulls over and she is struggling with the door. And as she opens the door, blah, she lets <laughs> her rip. Gets all over the door, dude. Nasty. And so we try to like wipe it down a little bit. And so we get to my place, we get her inside. I offer, I'm like, dude, I'm like, I can clean the door if you want. Cause it's his last like ride of the night. And he goes, sure. So I go and grab stuff and I clean like the inside of the door, uh, the seat, like all nice the stuff. Dude, I'm cleaning up her puke. And what a nice boyfriend. <laughs> So thankfully you stop it. <laughs> you stop it. Come on now. Relationship goals. So, yeah. <laughs> so we get inside and her friend is like helping her with stuff. And then eventually she's got to get home. So she takes an Uber home and then I babysit her a little bit and put her on the couch because she wants to stay out by the air conditioning. I go to sleep, wake up. She's pretty violently hungover. About two or three, she is okay and orders Chipotle. So we order Chipotle or eat Chipotle. And then she showers, I shower. And then by like five o'clock, I ask her like how her hangover is. Cause her flight isn't until 1050 Cole. Like it's Ooh, like, that's rough. Like, because I, I did that strategically. So I was like, Oh, like we can just like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Shake hands all day. That's like, that's like Gibbs's flight at like five o'clock in the morning and everyone's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so. So then she's like, oh, like, um, I'm like my hangout. Like, I really don't have one. I'm just kind of chilling at this point. I was like, oh, okay. So I look at her and she looks at me and I kind of do like the, the head nod to my bedroom. And she goes, yeah. So we get up and then, so then we do it. So we do it. Uh, what is that? 
a fifth time. And then, I mean, that was fine. Like it was, it was cool. Like I kind of wanted to get that one out of the way. Like, <laughs> for like, a day. Gotcha. like for like a day, I was like, I kind of really want to like, you know, so we get done. She puts her on her makeup, like packs all her stuff. Then I was like, we're going to leave at eight 50 for the airport. And it's eight o'clock. Everything's all packed up. She's and just kind of sitting waiting to go. The bedroom again? So I did. I looked at her and I was like, I don't want to, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin your makeup. And she goes, I can always put it back on. I was like, I do that. <laughs> well, technically she still had what? 43 minutes to get makeup back on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she goes, she goes, when do you, when do you want to leave? I was like eight fifty. She goes, we got time. I was like, okay. So then went to the bedroom. I like how she knows. And let me tell you, that was a good one to end on. That was a really good one to end on. It was, I'm proud of myself. So, so, so did you get a return flight back out here? I did. Yeah. So she, uh, no, 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 not yet. <laughs> Although she did say, she's like, I got to come back here more often. I was like, uh, yeah. I was like, I, I agree. Except I'm not going to pay for the flight for you to come back. Like you can, so you we, want it. So we know what he's know doing what after our Labor Day current now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Don't say that. <laughs> so, so yeah, man, I, uh, ran those seven months is you uh, ran a marathon. Yep. Had a marathon for sure. In the, in like the time frame of things, so when she landed to, when she left for her friend, it was like a twelve-hour time frame, and then from when we He's did it the other time, like on team. Sunday, it was like a three-hour time frame. So it was like six times in like a span of fifteen hours. That's about it. There you go, so, bud. <laughs> uh, my what is it? My pelvis is sore. <laughs> that, that wasn't from the mud races at Bark River. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Tough getting up that hill. Yeah, that's what it was. That's 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 what I'm still sore about. Yeah, no, I was just watching from above. I wasn't down there running. <laughs> hey, so is that going on in Crandon? So yeah, man, we uh, we weren't gonna do it, but um, Dave Mason's uh, father-in-law uh, is gonna was Eckler Electric, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, wants to uh, sponsor it and put put up the purse money for it. So we're putting together the race. And like I said, it was kind of a, a tandem team that we were going to do, like a, like a relay race. Somebody like maybe that could run a long distance, somebody could run a short distance, chug two beers. Maybe we'll do hurdles or something like that. Oh, well, do a joke. Yeah, look at, yeah, look at my like guys. I chose for the last race. They got to go for the short distance. Uh, they're not for no sprints. <laughs> oh, no, they're not. <laughs> they're not. But they for sure, I think they won best outfit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Oh, 100%. If, if not, they stood out. <laughs> 100%. I think it was the nipples for me. Oh, 100%. Only one of them, though. Yeah. We had to, we had yeah, to keep no. it classy. <laughs> you did. You had a nip out. I was like, man. Yeah. Ty- I mean, t- Tyler did beat Haley, at least. I was shocked. On he that one. did. He did. He did. That was incredible. Yeah. Kyle Chaney. So where did, did she go wrong? Did she not get the flip cup right away or what? Uh, no. And I think Tyler got the jump and then he got the flip cup right away. And it was just game over because I think he paced himself Ooh. pretty well up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't even think Haley ever even got off the table. I don't think so. So if Haley's listening to this, she's got to really practice her flip cup game come Crandon. Because I think my team's lost like 40 bucks on her now. Two races in a row. <laughs> oh, man. That's the reason why Kyle really took a beer that, in the face uh, the first one. I was hoping that Cheney would show up. I know, against Eric. That would have been yeah, a good yeah. one. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that would have been a... I, 
I only rigged uh, two first rounds, and it was me and Jeffrey, and then it was Eric and uh, Kyle Cheney. Eric was hoping, dude. He had a whole game plan for Kyle. <laughs> didn't, didn't even show up. I know, dude. He messaged me. He's like, oh, it seems a little coincidental that uh, I'm going against Cheney in the first round. And I was just, I admitted to him, I was like, yeah, no, I rigged that one. For sure. <laughs> I was like, I think I was super random. He, but. he was so excited whenever he figured out I couldn't do it because my foot was burnt. And he was like, dude, put me in, sign me up, sign me up. I was like, you realize who they're going to pair you up with, right? He's like, yes. He's like, I want to. I'm going to tackle him. <laughs> I'm going to tackle him. <laughs> tackle him this time. <laughs> I'd laugh yeah. if so. If Cheney did show up, and like let's say Eric gets the rock paper scissors jump, and he like runs like two feet and turns around and waits for him. That would be a good one. But so if we do the foot race, are you uh, interested? Or I'm, you just I'm gonna, in. You're in. in. Are you in? I'm in now. My foot's not burnt this time, so we're in good shape. Who's your who, partner? Uh, who, who's yeah? How'd you yeah. burn it? Uh, Lena. In the Pro 4. The exhaust got a little close to the foot and blistered the whole side of it. Jeez. Yeah, it was a little rough. I, I was working when with, did, like, one work boot and a sandal. When did that happen? Uh, Saturday, you just, when we got the you, second. Yeah, the, the adrenaline, I didn't even know it happened on the podium. Never knew it was blistered. Got into tech. Yep, started sweating it, and my foot started hurting. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, bent my That's ratio insane. on for Sunday was rough. So when you text me about the foot race, I was like, oh, I'm down for a count. But I think we can have a backup driver. Apparently, I need to start working on my backup drivers. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're not too uh, we're not too strict on the on the backup driver situation. No, no, hey, we're going for the drinking side, not for the speed side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely brought some powerhouses. That's that's for sure. No, we did. Yeah, on the drinking table side, not the sprint. <laughs> Not the sprint. Yeah, not the sprint. So. so, all right. Yeah, no, you know what I, I got to get doing then is uh, putting together uh, another another list. Because if we do if we do 16 teams, which is about ideal. So if we do four heats, uh, four teams, that's 16 teams of two people at 32. So very doable. Again, kind of like the bracket style. So it's like that's it's very doable where we can kind of get that going. And I guess we'd have to put something out this week. All right. Well, I guess I know what I'm doing at work tomorrow. <laughs> Hurdles? <laughs> hurdles should we we need her that's what the contract says yeah that's what the sponsor says Ooh, wait so okay. he's supposed to be doing hurdles or we all have to we all have to oh this is getting screwed no no not like hurdles <laughs> it'll be like one of those foot hurdles oh, okay, those, yeah. speed agility yeah, yeah. hurdles <laughs> gotcha. yeah yeah you gotta go like a foot off the ground so. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, man. So let's uh, let's get into it then, Mister Mamer. Uh, you started out in mod carts, like uh, a lot of the West Coast guys. Um, how long were you in mod carts? First of all, I guess let's let's get this on the table here. How old are you, sir? Twenty three. No. Twenty three. Yeah. What? Why do Why I, do I feel like you're not twenty three? Yeah. Yeah. I look older. Oh, thanks, guys. Twenty. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Dog. Yeah, I thought you were at least twenty eight. No, twenty three. Just turned 23 in June. Huh. Well, happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) August. So next time, you know, we're back here next summer in June 15th. Let me know if you guys want to hang out. Oh, yeah. June 15th? June 15th. Yeah, your schedule's free for next year? Yeah. (laughs) He's got to think about it. He's like, what am I doing next year? (laughs) (laughs) Knows when Uh, boss is going to have me doing some dumb shit. (laughs) So you're... uh, 
So you're 23. Um, when did you, uh, so what the mod cart was 16, right? I think is the limit. Yeah. Yeah. I got into the mod cart. I think whenever I was, uh, nine or 10 years old, I was into it. I got into it about a year later than what Jarrett Brooks or Bradley Morris or Sheldon Creed, but any more of those other guys that were into that. And then, uh, so did you ride that then? So a lot of, you know, a lot of those guys like Dave Mason even said it too. He kind of rode it till he was like 15 or 16. And at what point did you think like, okay, <clears throat> I'm going to keep going with this. Um, like, did you think potential buggy, potential pro light? Like, like what, when did that kind of start to become a real thing of you looking past mod cart? Like how old were you? Uh, I was about 13, 14 looking past it. We were uh, actually with Gavin Harlan at the time running with our team and uh, my last year of trophy cart racing, I was sponsored by actual trophy cart themselves. They gave me a car, took care of it and ran it for me all year. All I did had to do was show up and drive. And um, at that point I knew pro light was going to be my next step. Um, anyway, we had to do it. I was more than willing to go that route. Um, so we had to pull some strings, pull some stuff off to make it happen to say the least. Cause you know, I'm not no big budget team. I'm a small guy. So to be able to pull off a pro light, my parents thought, you know, we were crazy. My parents helped me out tremendously, you know, without them, yeah. I wouldn't be anywhere where I'm at. Um, my dad, you know, he, we've uh, <laughs> been laying some bills and <laughs> but the race car was at the racetrack. So, uh, hey, we, hey, uh, we're, we're doing it. So I knew right around that time I had no other plans on doing anything else. And I knew when you kind of just set out for one thing, you're going to make it happen. So that's what we did. How come you decided to go with pro light instead of like buggy where you just like, man, it was it a make or break, like, you know, pro light or bust trucker bust or yeah, it was, it? it was trucker bust. Yeah. I, I saw the pro biggies and I don't really like the way that they sound. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad, so my dad was a big buggy guy. My dad's raised desert his whole life. It was always in a buggy and it's just, you know, it's not as cool. When you fire up a big V8 horsepower truck, uh, there's nothing else like it. So, and I was trying to stay away from the CV side of the things with buggies. And here we are now, you know, still messing with CVs. <laughs> so you got into pro light and when was that uh, first pro light year? Was it 2019? Uh, I no, much it was, earlier than that, right? 2016, I think we bought, we bought an old truck from somebody and, you know, did that for a year. And then, well, we got a brand new stamper truck. Uh, we struggled with that for a year. Um, as you know, we were, we didn't know much about the pro light game. We, we had the mod cart stuff handled. We were really good at that. And then it took us a little bit to figure out this whole pro light game as it was a, just like the swap from the four cylinders over to the V eights. We were right there in that deal where there was, you know, six different motor packages available and trying to figure out the right way to go. Cause nobody would really point you in the right direction. And then, yeah. um, we got acquainted, we got in tight with the right people and heck we started winning a whole bunch of pro light races. Dude, that's what's up. Well, um, so out West, obviously you had Lucas oil, um, out there. Did it ever occur to you that, or, or at what point maybe were there any signs that Lucas oil was maybe going to be, um, folding or failing and then, was there any thought then of like going to the Midwest full time then? Like what, like was, was there any signs of that failing? Yeah. So like the whole last two years of Lucas oil, I was already planning on jumping ship. So the year that Lucas oil decided that I was, that they were done, I was already contracted to come out here. 
because I wanted okay. to get away from Lucas Oil. Like I, I wanted to get away from the West Coast Racing Series. I like Lucas Oil as a series because at the end of the day, they made us to what we are. You know, short course at the end of the day wouldn't be as strong if it wasn't for Lucas Oil and what they did for all of us. So yeah. I have a lot of respect for that. It's just the racing wasn't the same on the West Coast as it was, say, the Midwest. I went to ERX. I thought it was like just a craning thing, you know, where fans were super into it. And that's all I've ever raced out here. Well, whenever all the COVID stuff hit, um, I wasn't contracted to. It wasn't, wasn't, didn't have to go, but we decided to load up and go to ERX because, you know, we were just sitting ducks out West. And uh, whenever I went to ERX and, you know, had the fan interaction and, met everybody out there saw the track i was like yeah i want to be out here so that whole year of running the last covid series of lucas oil we were already planning on jumping ship and coming out here i just had to get my sponsors to follow me all the way over here and because you know it's a big jump we're all the way on the other side of the country you know anyway from our far shops you know falcon all my other sponsors are all west coast based and they had to follow me all the way out here so it was a big jump and uh, i think we made the right decision at the end of the day so in uh, in 2020, you came out to ERX, and then I think the next race was, I think it was Lena. I think it was uh, Dirt City at the end of July. Did you have a, a West Coast race at the end of July then, uh, if, if you can recall? Yes, I believe we did. So only thing I did is I did ERX, and then I missed all the other races, and I came out for Paul Crane in that year because every other race was way too close because we had Wheatland, Glen Helen, Chandler, what sucked about the West Coast of last year is we didn't get to interact with any of the fans besides in Wheatland. And that, you know, racing with no fans there was pretty, pretty bumming, honestly, to set up everything. And you're out there, you're racing just for TV. It's not near as fun as when you have a packed house. You know, what's wild, boys, is uh, in 2020. So I don't know. I don't know if you remember this. You might or not. But um, I had wanted to do something during the season as far as filming goes and a buddy of mine said he i could borrow his cameras and i wanted to do this like project of just following somebody throughout the season and just seeing if i could do it and i remember kind of like covid obviously really put a damper on it and i wasn't sure who's going to be all out there for like the full season and i remember like you at fall crane in the year before i was like oh this this kid's really talented this is somebody you know pro light like i'm not trying to go pro two or pro four because they're not going to take me seriously. <laughs> I was like, I, if I could do somebody like pro light or even pro buggy or whatever, like that'd be really cool. And I was like, Oh, like it'd be cool to do Mamer. And then I remember I rolled by your pit and just asked and you're like, Oh, I'm not sure if I'm, if I'm going to be here for the whole season. And I was like, okay. So Jeffrey and Lyle are the ones who brought me by the pit. And then after that, I was like, I don't know who I'm going to film. And Jeffrey suggested Corey winner. And then the rest was history then is, went up to Corey and I asked him if I could film him for the year. I was like, it's free. It's nothing. And Corey's like, yeah, that's fine. And yeah, like I said, the rest is history. So dude, yeah. The first person I wanted to film was you. And unfortunately you were there for the season. So yeah. you know, I uh, then went with uh, Mr. Winter. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it. So yeah. it was just, it wasn't in the books for that year. You know, yeah. It was already tight as it was with COVID. So I was trying to run out here. It just, it didn't make sense to at that mm -hmm. time. It's like the big guy upstairs had plans. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we're here now. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm sitting here in a pink room. Yeah. yeah. Look how far we got. Yeah. <laughs> what is uh oh, what is that? Um 
ice cream called that's uh that's like white pink and like it's got like vanilla chocolate and strawberry no idea no idea no is it called like neapolitan no I have no idea. Um, I don't know, but there's like a there's an ice cream flavor that's out there. It's got <laughs> vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. I th- I don't know. And right what now, are you trying to say? This is what it is right now. This is what it looks like right now. Yeah, you got the white gotcha. ceiling, you got the pink wall, and then you got a brown wall. Uh, My chubby ass is already out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it we're next thing we're gonna see? We're gonna see DoorDash end up in the video. Yeah. 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 You're gonna hear a buzz. Hold on, guys. Uh, <laughs> But uh, no, so then your full time, first full time is in uh, 2021. And that was your kind of first experience with um, a full, full season. Uh, there were more pro light trucks. And, uh, you know, such a shame that you had, a, you, had a, you had a rough season. I mean, I knew how good KGB was. And I knew Brock was really good. And I knew like you were coming. And I was like, that's going to be a really good pro light class. And I just want to ask you about Dirt City 2021, man. Oh, <laughs> we got to bring that up. already know it's going to bring in that motor. <laughs> <laughs> so take us through, bud, man. What happened? So uh, <laughs> we talking about the mud race or the motor letting go? <laughs> uh, the motor letting go. <laughs> so that was a that was a pretty bumming deal as you know, we had a super fast truck all year. And uh, we had freak part failures I've never even had seen or have had before in the previous years. We knew we had the speed. And then uh, when it came to Lena, so it was pretty funny. The race officials told me after Saturday that there was not really good possibility of going from the back to the front at Lena. Because, you know, the track's tight. And we made it from, I think it was 16th or 18th all the way to first in six laps. And it was, it was pretty funny. So I went to go past Maddox Bailey on the inside for the lead. And he goes radios into his spotter. He's like, how's Cole already here already? He started last. <laughs> we passed him before the mandatory. So, I mean, it was, it was a heartbreaker, you know, one turn to go and we grenade a motor out of that thing, <sighs> but, or puked all, I'm pretty good. If you know, if you're going to blow it up, you might as well puke all the rods out of it mm-hmm. and everything. So you're going to go really good. So it's funny as I even tried holding like the starter button to see if it'd crank the motor over and keep it rolling. Cause I knew we had a big lead and uh, it, it wasn't working. Like she was, she was done. <laughs> so I was willing to drive that thing across the finish line and, and Brock, Brock told me, cause me and Brock live by each other back in California. And he's like, dude, he's like, if you were like a hundred feet further, he's like, I probably would have pushed you across the finish line. And then he ended up blowing up his motor right after the finish line. So, and the funny part <laughs> is, is we put our motors in a week apart from each other, a oh, two wow. years before that. And they both blew up same race. Oh. So it was a, uh, Right. Well, at least we know the time limit of what these things can run at now. Two years is the time frame. Uh, yep. So that, that motor, we counted back that motor won 13 races and was on its way to win. They, you know, they always say they run the best before they let go. So, she was on her way to winning 14. <laughs> oh, no. So everyone out there, if you're having the best race of your life, watch out. Or, 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 if you're at win number 13, just change the motor. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember, dude, I, I was standing there on the on the concrete because we had to we had to film for uh, Pro Turbo, Pro Light, Pro 2, and Pro 4. And so I'm standing there watching Pro Light race. And I was watching the inside, and all of a sudden I hear, I'm like, what the fuck was that? And I look over and I see you come like rolling on by, and then you stopped like right by us. 
And I was like, oh, dude. And then, yeah, you were uh, you were not pleased. I heard yeah. a lot of, uh, what is that, sheet metal being hit. Yeah, <laughs> they're, uh, I had to redo the, some of the aluminum work on that truck before I sold it to Matt Wood. <laughs> Especially after that race. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, a, so, that was a rough one. Do you, uh, so then you moved to, to Pro 4 then, you, not like moved to Pro 4 <laughs> like full time, but uh, you jumped into Pro 4 for Fall Crand and then, um, why, why that move? Like what, what was going on? Why not pro two or why not, you know, do the year in pro light and then testing or pro four? Like, like, why were you like, Hey man, this is the call. This is the move. So, uh, was it the right decision? I don't know. We may never know. Um, <laughs> we, we had a, we had a deal to where, you know, I had Trey stepping up into pro light and we were building him a truck. Um, and I had Troy Cox in pro two and, I was driving Troy Cox's pro four at the time, you know, we, and in 2020, mm-hmm. we got second or third in the world cup. And then we got third in the uh, Red Bull world cup on that Sunday afternoon. So I knew once, once Troy let me drive that truck, I was like, it's game over. I was like, this is what I want to be in. <laughs> I've, I've, <laughs> I've, dro- I've drove his pro twos and I've drove pro lights and I've drove everything else and had my big turbo debut in bark river and rolled her in qualifying. And, uh, <laughs> so, but we were P1 in practice. They were Drover. Uh, sorry, Trey. Sorry, Trey. If you're going to listen to this later, still apologize for that. Um, so once I got into the pro four, I knew it felt like home. Um, I knew the old truck, the truck that we were in was, it was fast. I mean, it was Chad Hord's old truck, but I knew we wanted something different. If we wanted to go bang doors with Kyle or CJ and those boys. So once I got my feet wet in that, and then the bad luck that struck, on with the front diff at 2021 at Crandon, Paul Crandon. Uh, I wanted redemption. <laughs> I wasn't done yet. Mm-hmm. So uh, we decided we were going to build a Pro 2, and I had money to build. I had a Pro 2 motor bot. We were, were going to go full on that route. And then I got to thinking and tossing some ideas around, talking to some people, and pulled the plug and went Pro 4 racing. So should we have taken a year and tested a little bit? Probably. Um now that I look back at it, I don't regret jumping right into pro four because at the end of the day, I'm glad I did it sooner than later instead of next year being my learning year. Um, we're going to go back. We're going to regroup from this year. I think we have the speed. Um, I just got to get some reliability out of the truck, which I think we're going to have here at fall Crandon. Now we got enough time to get the truck repaired instead of like from ERX to Lena, we had nine days to prep the truck and trying to get parts nowadays in nine days, nearly impossible. And then from Lena to bark river, we had a band-aid it going into bark river and we had speed, you know, we qualified second and um, I still don't have very many laps in the truck, but I think we made the right decision on jumping right into pro four instead of going into pro two. Cause truthfully pro two class, like a bunch of sharks, it looks like a, b- a bigger pro light class right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, dude, I, I agree. Um, with kind of you, like you said, jumping into pro four of it, you know, weighing, like, is it, a, is it the right decision? Is it not? Um, I don't know, man. There's something you, you can't, you can't get pro four experience. Like you can't get seat time. You can't get the experience in the off season. So to kind of like get a taste of it before the off season. And then you can like, you know, work on it the whole season kind of coming in with expectations. I'm sure at the time you're like, what the fuck are we doing? But Oh, once you once you get rolling in the season, I, like now, I I think definitely for sure, I think it was the right move to to do pro four last year. Yep, no, I agree. So and, and trust me, leading up to the season, when I was up for about 
three weeks straight every day till 2 a.m. And, you know, wake up at six mm-hmm. or seven, go back to work in the shop. And I didn't see my family, missed out on a whole bunch of parties. But, you know, I w- wouldn't change it for a world. So we came out here. We showed what we can do. Um, we showed we have problems um, and we're going to bounce back from that. So it was a learning year and we got to have those. I had that in Pro-Lite and I think we bounced back super quick. So I'm, I'm excited. I think we made the right decision, like you said, and um, we're going to move forward from there. So I don't have no quit in me. So we're going to we won't stop till we're there. So I noticed that too, on your, on your Instagram, you're like uh, fucking up at like six and then uh, like I go to bed and then I wake up and then you have another one where you're like, you're going to bed at one and it's like, you know, these 12 to 16 hour days you're saying, I'm like, what the fuck is he doing that? (laughs) (laughs) Working so hard, so long. I'm like, what is taking so long out there, bud? But you know, and I think that's something that like maybe like me or the race fan, doesn't understand is is how long a lot of that takes you know how much of a process it is and i'm sure like you know maybe you're a perfectionist maybe you want to get something right and and you're not going to be able to sleep until you get it right or until your body's like we're going to pass you out right here yep then perfect example i woke up at one o'clock this morning thinking about a driveline vibration i had it tested <laughs> on thursday and i went into the shop at Six o'clock this morning and diagnosed the issue because I woke up at one thirty in the morning thinking about it. So, and I think that's all. I think that's every racer. You know, I think I post about it more than what other people do. Um, as Kyle always gives me a hard time. Kyle LeDuc always gives me a hard time. About it. He's like, hey, just because you're up at one in the morning, you don't think we are. We're up. So, Kyle, that one was for you. Uh, so, uh, oh, I just think yeah. I, I post about it a little bit more. And, I, you know, I'm a small team, and we, we take care of three trucks. So, my yeah. Troy Cox's and Trey Gibbs helps me out tremendously on his truck, thankfully. Um, if not, I'd probably be pretty behind the season on some work. Um, but I'm lucky that he's so hands-on on his program to kind of help me out and focus on mine. So, I think him and I, you know, we're a great team on that side of things. Um, but yeah, late nights, and especially like if you're covered at CV grease at two 30 in the morning, man, you want to see a guy pissed off and throw a wrench across the <laughs> shop. That's right <laughs> around the right time. Oh, <laughs> uh, so speaking of, uh, Mr. Mr. Rooster, why was he not, uh, at Bark river or why, why was his protein on out there? Is it, I, I, I'm sorry. Like if I missed something about Troy Cox, but I, I noticed on like Sunday, I was like, I was like, is he not here? Like, like what happened? No. So he went out on Sunday and then we, uh, we broke a spindle, um, on Saturday. Um, he looked at it as a point to where he wasn't really in the points. Um, Mm -hmm. and we're learning, you know, we got a brand new truck for this year. And, um, he's like, I don't want to go out in the mud. Obviously everybody Saturday and pro two stuck another truck in the mud at one point or another. Mm -hmm. And, um, or, you know, drove over the top of each other. So Troy just looked at it as that point. He's like, he's like, I don't really need to be out there. He's like, I'm not in the points. He's like, I'm going to park it for Saturday, you know, try to save the truck for Sunday. Um, and you know, we ended up breaking the spindle on Sunday freak deal. Um, so he just, he looked at it from that standpoint, which, you know, I respect. Um, and I think he made a good call on his side. Um, and we just, we moved forward from there. So. Yeah, man, those mud races are always tough to like, um, trying to make a call on because, like you said, it, it's it's so much money. Like it's such a higher risk of, of you just fucking up your truck on just something that's like for for what? Like it's going to be a one line thing, and it's how much are you going to actually be able to do? Yeah, no, so. for sure, for sure. So 
I, I do give props. You know, <laughs> Trey came from last on Saturday because they wouldn't let me uh, take his qualifying <laughs> position for him, which I don't uh, so much agree on. But because <laughs> um, <laughs> I did qualify the truck for him on Friday because he was at Vegas Torino. So and he came to me and he was like, hey, he's like, or they, they came to me and they're like, hey, Trey's got to start last, you know, because he's here now and he you're not supposed to be easy. Like, you can drive cause you're signed up as his backup driver. But if he's here, he's got to start last. And I was like, well, then what was the whole point of qualifying? Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Um, but Trey, you know, he manned up and he started last. So I give the kid props to do what he did on Saturday. Well, you know, I, I know that we're, we're talking about you and we'll get into him, but like, what are your thoughts on uh <laughs> fucking Sunday race, dude? This Sunday or Cranon Sunday, the, the bark river Sunday race for the pro lights. Oh, it was rowdy. Yeah. yeah. Were, you able to watch, were you able to watch any of that? Oh, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was rowdy. I watch every pro light race because with Trey and Matt Wood being in it, my Matt Wood in my old truck and Trey in the new one, um, I for sure watched it. And it was straight carnage. I told Trey, I was like, that was probably the luckiest race of your life. The front of your truck should be totaled for yeah. running into the front of Holcher like that. I was like, but I don't know what kind of luck you got, but you need to go buy a lottery ticket or save it for Saturday at Crandon or something. So, um, yeah, no, that was pure carnage. So, and, you know, I think some of the stuff could have been prevented, but it is what it is. And, and, and I agree, man. It, it was wild because Holcher, you know, the back end kind of come around and KGB like clipped him, like just clipped him. And <laughs> Trey comes in, boom, smokes the shit out of him. And I'm like, oh, well, Trey's done. And then, you know, Kyle Greaves got away. And then as it starts developing, because somebody's got it on their phone in the back, I see like, and then I was standing next to like next to the guy who's got the headset on for Kyle. He came on. And he was like, he was like, fuck. He's like, I don't know. He's like, Kyle just come over and said, fuck. So they, he pulls into the pit and like the AR must've been broken just enough to where it's like, this is not very like raceable. And then I'm watching like the, the cast go on and then like Matt and Brock get into it. And then they send Kyle back out there and it was just an entire chaotic race because at some point i rewatched the pro light thing and like was an rj like lego yeah and at some point and the comp yellow was in dead fucking last and then, <laughs> if you would have told me like hey this guy's gonna be in third up until the very last minute like i said like no yeah. like absolutely not yeah. so it was carnage it was chaos do you miss being in a pro light? <laughs> no. So after seeing that, so after watching Savage Race, I was like, and I, so I drove, I uh, qualified Trey's truck and on Friday and I, I drove it. No, he didn't tell me he was having power steering issues. So I drove it. I got in it and I didn't get to practice because one of the ground wires didn't get hooked up correctly. And um, so it went out and qualified. I haven't drove a pro light since last fall, Crandon. I've never drove Trey's truck. I drove it at a circle track for five laps and that was about it. So when I got back in it, and I was like, oh, man, I was like, I was having to hustle this thing. And I got out. I'm like, that thing is way too tight to fit into. I was like, and driving it a Pro-Lite with no power steering sucks. I was like, I do not miss. I mean, Pro-Lite was cool and all. I really liked it. But I'm kind of glad to be out of that class after watching Sunday's <laughs> race. <laughs> uh, so uh touching back on uh troy cox here real quick how come he doesn't have like an instagram i think i tried looking him up for like he does the, he does it's troy Coast 64 i think yeah, oh let's well look it up. that's my bad i guess i didn't look hard enough <laughs> i looked like a man <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's troy Coast 64 uh so i got a few more questions here and then we can uh then we can move on to mr gibbs 
Um, how come you didn't stick with uh, or, or go into desert, especially being from California? Because that seems to be, you know, the the highlight of, of California. A lot of people kind of get into it out in the West Coast there. Why did you stick with short course instead of desert? So my um, my passion's always been in short course. My dad's done the whole desert scene. Um, that's what he's done his whole life. He's done from Mexico to Cabo on a quad before. And um, one nope. that's insane. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's insane, man. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> And he's you now he's won class championships and score and stuff like that. And um, whenever we got into short course, it's kind of where my brain's been stuck. I love the door to door action. I love the the fans you get to see. And you know the biggest part of it is your family gets to sit right there and watch the entire weekend as well. Watch you race. You know it's not like a fifteen second blow by. Oof! All right, you're gone. See you guys in like five hours. We hope. And that's um, <laughs> just it wasn't there. Would I love to get into desert racing? A hundred percent. Um, it just, it's not smart to go into that Avenue right now. I don't think as it's getting flooded. And in my opinion, every sport has its highs and lows and desert is at an all time high and it might crash slowly start grading down. And I really think people are going to start getting back into short course. So, um, I'm glad to stick it out through the slow years of short course and still be here. Um, it's, I feel like home here. You know, I like short course tracks. I like the, I like driving as hard as I possibly can for the 30 minutes or 15 minutes, whatever we're out there for. Um, I think that showcases a lot more than what desert. And then you see, you know, you see short course guys go to desert and do insanely well, but I, I would love to see some of the desert races racers come out to the short course boys and try to mix it up with us as well. Instead of us going out there to them, I would like to see them come over to our turf. Yeah. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I, 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 um, even through like the 2010s and, uh, you know, even into the year, uh, being from Crandon, we, we love having you West coast guys come out and because again, it like adds to the numbers. It's kind of that whole Midwest thing, like the more the merrier. And we enjoyed you guys coming out, but then we enjoyed you guys losing as well. That was oh man, maybe next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or it sucks when we came out here and took all the money too and left. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't remember what year it was, but it was like West Coast guy, West Coast guy, West Coast guy. I'm like Keegan, where you at? <laughs> but uh no, dude. So like that's kind of going to Crandon then. Um Dude, last race of the year, points race. Uh, you're maybe a little ways out of the Pro Four Championship, but you know you, you've had a really good success there at Fall Crandon. Uh, you know, it, it always. I, I don't want to say it's just another Crandon weekend because of all the festivities that go with it. There's more than means to it. You know, what kind of like preparations are you are you making in order to make another statement at Crandon, especially having done what you did last year? So we're, uh, we're going to push a lot harder um, as we have the whole drivetrain ripped out of the truck after testing. Everything was good, but we're just, we're going through it. We actually have time to go through it a lot more. So we're able to inspect everything a lot more. You know, a nine day turnaround was pretty rough and um, the truck, what it's gone through this year and, you know, smoking a tractor tire at Bark River. Didn't help me out as much. And, um, my, my yeah, just laying around. I, I, the yeah, I know Kyle, Kyle thanked me. He's like, Hey dude, you open up the inside line for the ski jump. I was like, Oh, you suck. <laughs> so, uh, um, so no, we're going through it a lot more. I'm glad we were able to get a test in last Thursday at Crandon and um, we're pushing hard. You know, I want to go out Crandon with a bang and you know what, going into Crandon, I have absolutely nothing to lose. Um, we're going to yeah. go out there. Yeah. We're going to try the thing as hard as we possibly can. Do you leave us? 
No, he's no. still there. No, we got oh, somebody no, calling us. Somebody interrupting. Oh, Keegan. So, but now Cranon's going to be rowdy. I'm excited. We've got nothing to lose. We're just going to go for wins and I'll be up on the box. So, we got the right people behind us and we're just going to push forward from there. You got some say, Jeffrey? Yeah, uh, nothing. He's going to fix it, but you, we can still hear you and see you. We, Not, we can't see you, I bet, oh, but we still hear you. Keegan, oh, okay. Keegan tried oh, calling no. and interrupted weird, everything. I can see you guys. We'll blame this one on Keegan. Oh, there we, there go. we go. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say like I can I can see you guys. I was wondering why because like I think I adjusted my hair and Cole's like, oh, like there, yeah, bro. Like you see me like doing the flow. <laughs> you see me doing the. Flow? I, I, I got distracted when he started adjusting his hair. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, where was I again? Yeah. I mean, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't weird at all. We were facing uh, each other. <laughs> So, uh, dude, um, I guess uh, the, the racing questions I have are, are done. I mean, I know, uh, dude, honestly, ta- like talking with you or just even like Dave Mason or just kind of guys that we haven't gotten a chance to like know now, dude, we could run this shit all day. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but as far as like racing questions go, I think I'm done on that end, boys, if you have anything else. It's just going to kind of be like a few personality questions, nothing too crazy. <laughs> um, I got a couple. Um, for going into pro four, uh, have you picked up anything like watching like CJ Johnny and all them race? Like, like yeah, yeah, no, you, for, you for sure learn how the others drive mm-hmm. and how they, uh, they react to some of the, you know, the speeds that you're running and stuff like that. So I, I look a lot from Kyle, you know, Kyle's had some bad season and he's turning around really good. Um, he's been one guy to really step up and help me. Um, so you, you watch those guys, you know, Johnny, CJ, they've been doing it for years as well. And, um, you for sure learn while you're behind them. I think I'm a, I'm a pretty quick learner. So, um, I think we're going to have another pro four up into the top here real soon. Hopefully I can take away the monster energy shell and throw a little teal and blue in there. Oh yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Um, so another question would be, um, there talks about another track being added in Georgia and stuff. Um, what would you like to see? Like, incorporated into a track to make it more i don't know like everything here is kind of like stale because nothing changes like all the racers were saying yep so what i'd really like to see you know um say for instance if you get watch the old lake house on our videos i don't know if you guys have seen it when lucas went Mm -hmm. there that track was sick you know you had a 100 foot step up over a 150 foot tabletop going into a blind corner you turn around you have a big ski jump you're going 250 foot on um, that kind of race track, I think situates us West coast boys a lot. You know, it's a lot different coming out here to a fast high speed, no jumps. Like it's a pretty high waist track is what I call it. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't show much skill to drive. I, in my opinion, I think you look at like Lake Elsinore and that was a rad track and I would love to bring him back. a track like old speed world. I raced there back in the trophy cart days mm-hmm. and um, that was a sweet track, you know, with the mobiles. And if you ever look at a track like Utah, whenever we went to Utah, Lucas went to Utah the first year when we raced on the asphalt track and they made a full on dirt track for us, that track was epic. Yeah. Um, so I think if they can integrate some sketchiness back into it, truthfully, mm-hmm. um, I want to be scared to pucker up to a step up, <laughs> step up in a pro four. And I think if they could bring that back, that would be really separate the men from the boys. So that would, that would be cool to see. I want to see some sketchy factors and some different passing lines. I think that'd be huge for the sport. Mm-hmm. So I have what? Oh, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. Jeffrey. No, go, go, go. 
Oh, I was just going to ask about like uh, like the track setup because um, Kyla Duke said the same thing too about you know kind of the big step up jumps like like it like you said adding sketchiness to it. Um, did it ever bother you that because something I noticed when looking at the Lucas Oil tracks, a lot of them kind of had the same <clears throat> similar track layout where it kind of made like a C or like you, you come Horseshoe. down and then like this yeah. and it goes back in comes and then just kind of goes back around again and it had a very kind of like. I don't want to say redundant because I'm not trying to take away anything from those tracks, but yep. they had a, a shape. Yes. Much yes. They like were all <laughs> the same. And that's what we all, we all complained about them. Um, okay. We all, we all disliked them. And that was the coolest thing. Like, so like Wheatland, in my opinion, is the funnest short course track you can ever race on. I'm glad to, you know, race pro light there. And um, we did well. And um, Wheatland was hands down one of the coolest tracks I've ever been to in my life. You know, you have that big ski jump at the back. Some of the people didn't like it. I get it. There was a big crash and stuff like that, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a super cool track. In my opinion, um, you had a, you know, the, the over under, you had a tight technical section. You had the big Talladega corner. That was always three laned. You know, it was so different than everything that we always raced on. And Wheatland, in my opinion, always showed, who was a good driver because it was something different that we had to go to who can throw the correct setup at the truck, who can drive in different conditions. And that's what Wheatland really showed. So it, it's cool. Hopefully, hopefully Champa Fro, if you're <laughs> listening to this, let's go back to Wheatland. We need it for the sport. We need to be back there. Um, I don't see why we're not. Yeah. Lucas Oil would be so stoked to have us back there. Um, and I think the sport needs it. It always brought a huge fan base. That facility is multi-million dollar facility, probably the, one of the nicest facilities I've ever been to. Um, I would love to go back to Wheatland and race there in a pro four. Yeah, no, I I'd love to even just be there. Just go there one time. Like mm-hmm. would be, yeah. would be phenomenal. Um, what was something you wanted to ask Jeffrey? Uh, what was the, what's the biggest like learning curve that you had to like learn on your pro four this year? Like, obviously, you, you haven't had the best luck um, in the class or just with the truck in general. So, like, can you t- talk about, like, your highs and lows of this yeah. season? Yeah, so the biggest driving thing I've learned, um, I drove my Pro Light a lot like, you know, you should kind of <laughs> drive a Pro 4. A lot of people always <laughs> told me. And uh, we were always on the edge in that thing. And um, Pro 4, you can really realize how much you're on the edge all the time. Like, if you're going to go compete with Kyle, you watch him. He is hands down 100% every time he gets behind the wheel. And I experienced that at Bark River. When we went and qualified second, we had quick one of the quickest laps. Um, it was exciting to see. And that qualifying was the first time I've ever felt comfortable in that truck. And um, I think it showed. So that's one of the biggest things. And the whole four-wheel drive thing, how you got to steer <laughs> to the bottom of the corner. A little weird at first, always being a two-wheel drive guy my entire life. But uh, that's one of the biggest things. It's just how hard you can actually drive a Pro 4. And it's, that's what I like. You know, I like a little bit of a sketchy factor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that kind of really fits my driving style. So that's what's made me feel at home in a Pro 4 so quick, I think, compared to a lot of other people. All right. How much is it um, set up versus, like, the driver? So, oh, man, man, a, a, lot, a lot of it's set up. So <laughs> I, I guarantee you I couldn't go jump in Kyle Duke's truck and go through what he does because yeah. um, him and I drive so probably – I think we drive – Similar, but I guarantee I couldn't get in it and will like he can because he's used to it to what he drives. And mm-hmm. I, I'd probably think the same thing if he were to go jump in my truck. So it's a lot of it set up and that's a lot of it we had to learn this year. You know, as being a two-wheel drive based team yep. our entire career, 
And we go throw those whole two front wheels turning. We kind of threw a whole curveball <laughs> into our game plan. So uh, that's been a huge learning curve. The setup side and the chassis side and everything else, the front diff, like everything leading up to it. There's so many variables in a Pro 4 that I think we're figuring out at a pretty rapid pace. Mm-hmm. And um, we have, you know, pretty rad group of people behind us to help us figure that out at a faster faster pace compared to some people. So I'm excited. You know, it's, it's a learning curve. I like the challenge. Yep. And... I think we can relate what my pro four does to what our customers trucks do because I'm good at feedback and I'm good at talking. And I, you know, I work on the truck every day as I showed up in my work <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and work boots. So uh, I think that really helps me out on setting it up quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. It should be a good rest, rest of Crandon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you, uh, do you prefer tight or loose? Tight. Like converter. <laughs> you know, so I said that. I answered that before you yeah, the converter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You go still sticking with that answer. Yeah. Yep. Not on the converter uh, side. We can't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him what Cheney said. Uh, uh, so we asked Cheney the same question, and he goes, "He's like, I like it for it to start tight." He's like but I like to have it end loose. He's like, that's how you know he had a good race. <laughs> that's a valid answer. Yeah. Valid answer. He likes it tight and then loose. Uh, uh, here's uh, another unserious question. Then. Tito thinks he can go through turn one at Crandon wide open like you guys do. Do you think he can do that? In, in, a, in a pro in a pro four yeah <laughs> no, in a pro truck no, 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 pro truck he goes pro truck and people are like no you can't he's like not even in a pro four like that's gonna make it better <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pro, pro four is probably the sketchiest yeah. thing I've ever gone through turn one yeah. oh, people are like no you can't do it he's like oh not even a pro four he's like i can't do it in that i was like that's why it makes it worse <laughs> it is dude. Yeah, going through turn one at crandon and pro four is a little nutty especially like when the rear end wants to step out and four-wheel drive it did it to me at testing, and I was like, whoo. All the Gibbs boys were like, man, did you pucker on that one? I was like, nah, he's got to stay flat, but it's a little sketchy. <laughs> so Tito thinks he can do it. Yeah. He oh. now. Like 10 years ago, at least I think about 10 years ago, Keegan and I were talking about turn one, and I was like, hey, can you go through turn one flat footed? He's like, no. I'm like, I bet I can. And he goes, no. He's like, there's no way. And I'm like, I'll, dude, I'll bet you $1,000. Like back then, it was like a, like a lot of money. Yeah. So that's kind of the lifelong bet that we have is, is like, can I go through turn one in a pro truck for the first time flat footed is pretty much yeah, it. First yeah. time. For, too. First time. Yeah. Or you get like the first day. I think he yeah. gets like, like a warm up lap and then he's got to go for it. So, and, and the thing of it was, he goes, Oh, and you, and you can't wreck either. I was like, well, come on. Now you're making it like really impossible. Uh, so, so his rule book had gray areas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say how to come out of turn one. <laughs> Gotcha. Had to go into turn he, he was going into a flat foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, you think so someone would be dumb enough to let you do this, Cole? Yes. Yeah, Cole. <laughs> do I don't know. But if they do, let me know. I want to be there. <laughs> so any drivers want to see a, a chubby little Indian <laughs> go flat footed in a we'll we'll buy the I'll buy the fucking suit too. Helmet, everything. Uh. Yeah. Oh, dude, I gotta I'll pay for the damages. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's a funny story. So we when we went testing on Thursday, we let uh, Gibbs's number one, Trevor, his main, one of his main mechanics, actually drive Trey's turbo razor for the first time ever. Trey's never let anybody else drive his race car besides me. 
So he's like, all right. He's like, I can do it. He's like, short course can't be that hard. He went out there and he was like, he came back. He's like, man, I give you guys a lot of props. This was a lot harder than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, you still got to pick it up by like 10 seconds. I was like, you look good, but you got to pick it up a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> like, you are 10 seconds behind. So, so Trevor, place. if you listen to this, you did really good, but you got to pick it up a little yeah. faster. <laughs> next time. Yeah. Uh, so no, if, if I had to do it, what would be the best chance that I make it in a pro truck? Any of the pro trucks? Like, I'll probably uh, prospect. Pro <laughs> 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 you sound like a rice rocket coming around turn one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can almost set cruise control. Probably. Uh, dude. Well, I, I guess if somebody out there wants to, you know, beef up a prospect that might get rolled. <laughs> Ryan beat. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say Ryan beat, Ryan beat might let you Mr. beat. Yeah. Dude, FTC. Yeah. FTC. Oh, yeah. He goes FTC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> last, last question I got for you before we call our next guest is, uh, since you've been in the Midwest here, man, what are your thoughts, dude? In and out or Culver's? Oh, in and out. Oh, what? He didn't think sure. that Actually, either. I like in and out. Come on. Too. Come on. In and out. Yeah. So hang on, whoa, whoa. So if you got like this guy talking like you got brought on those chances here. So you got like Mexican tacos or Culver's. Like that's the that's what we're comparing here. So like we guys yeah. really got to work on the Mexican food out here because it's a struggle. Oh yeah, uh, Mexican I, food. I, yeah, yeah. Well, man, not, yeah, I tell you what no. though, Canadian food here though super fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> you want that poutine? <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> you want gotcha. that poutine? Uh, but uh, I'm all out of questions, man. If you guys are ready to call our next guest, uh, that'd be that'd be Gucci. Um, I don't know how you guys want to do that. I know Jeffrey's got a certain way of like plugging in his phone when we call. I don't know if like he just, can plug his in or or what's the does, does Mr. I, I can give you Trey's number. We calling Trey? Yeah, yeah. yeah here get, you could uh, just type it in. So be like Mr. Tech guy. Yep. Hopefully he's not on my <laughs> date yet. Man, this would be an excellent time for a sponsor yeah. spot. Uh, if anybody out there wanted to, to do a sponsor spot instead of us just ripping off Applebee's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chili's. I don't know. Maybe Chili's. Uh, Applebee's. Yeah. Maybe if like Eats and Treats or like Yetis or, you know. Anybody. Eckler Electric. <laughs> 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 but uh, let's go to a break. Go Applebee's commercial. break. Okay. Eating good in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But we're not really going to do it. Are you okay. ready? Yeah, ready? ready. All right, here we go. And he knows not to answer when we call or not say anything. No, who nah, set this up? It. Whatever. We'll just wing it. He probably won't even call. It. It's eight. eight. Oh, yeah. he he's on there. Go go. And our next guest also got his humble beginnings by slapping some ugly kids around the mod carts of the Lucas Oil Series. From there, he moved into pro buggy class, and shortly afterwards, uh, into the UTV class. Short course wasn't enough for him. The desert, much like a stuffed crust pepperoni pizza from Pizza Hut, was calling his name. This steering wheel harlot made his pro light debut, debut this year, and wouldn't you know it, he's successful at it. It seems that whenever he touches the steering wheel, it seems to go his way. If a vehicle had hips, they would lift and give him a big yes. <laughs> Hailing from a much better part of California, from Marietta, where the mustache rides are free, we have a six-time off-road <laughs> racing champion, the number five, the number 15, the never, number 715, TGR back pro light and pro turbo, of Trey Gibbs. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> What's going on, brother? Oh, not much. That's one uh, one heck of an introduction. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, yeah. we, we, we pull out all the stops for our guests. We let them know that they're special every single day. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it, man. Much, much, much appreciated. 
<laughs> so yeah. what's what's going on, man? What are you doing? Oh, not too much, not too much. Just uh, trying to enjoy a little bit of a uh, peace and quiet. I kind of getting at home, trying to get some things back in order. You know, been uh, back there with all you guys racing, so kind kind of nice to get back home and uh, get everything set up. So who's at home with you? Oh, no one, no one. Absolutely no one. Absolutely so no uh, one. Back in Cali, right? Back in uh, Marietta. Yep. Yo, back in Marietta, the old lovely, uh, lovely town in Marietta, where there's nothing going on. <laughs> hey, man, if if you get bored, you can always go to Holtville, California, <laughs> do George's Pizza. I heard the breadsticks pretty fluffy. <laughs> I'm good on that. You know, Marietta's pretty bad, but having to go down to Holtville a couple times to visit Cole for the pro light, uh, I'll take Marietta. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We, we're gonna have to talk about this bud <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. at least i know the it's golf like, course is up here in marietta are nice man, that's a low blow <laughs> are you, hey well you uh, said you doing the golf course or the golf thing on wednesday or no no we're no what yeah what yeah what yeah. it's too close we gotta, we gotta practice at nine o'clock in the morning on thursday oh yeah. do you yeah, yeah. yeah i didn't see the schedule so yeah no. but nice wednesday's at Nine, isn't it? Oh yeah, I think it's like nine a.m. on Wednesday. You boys, you boys should have been there, man. Yeah, but we gotta park everything. Yeah, gotta get the pit all set up. Yeah, that that could be at like noon. My guys at a golf course all day are gonna be useless the second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And yeah, I know, I know, so. Trey's guys are gonna be the same way. Okay. No yeah, mind. yeah. Usually, uh, when we all go to the golf golf course, that's uh, that's about it for the day. <laughs> like last Friday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, we learn from our mistakes. We're not yeah. going on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. No. We got too big of a weekend coming up. <laughs> dude, I, dude, I'm sure that golf course is going to be like that pro light race at Bark River. Just fucking chaos. <laughs> don't even get me started on that race. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't man, even know where uh, to start. Let's get into it, uh, Trey, dude. Hell of a race, first of all. How that race started was, it was cool, man. Like, even up to the competition yellow, like, not a big deal. But the, those last couple laps are absolutely chaotic, man. Like, from your point of view, why is it that you think you got so lucky where Kyle Greaves clipped Holcher, you ram this fucking truck, and then you come out with the win, man? How does how does any of that happen? Dude, I, I, to be honest, have absolutely no clue. I thought my day was done and over with because I saw, I saw Holtry loop it out. Kyle kind of looked like he got, got through with it. And next thing I know, it just, I'm looking Holtry like dead in the eyes. And I thought it was game over right there. So that was, that was the first instance where I was like, wait, wait, I just, I came out of that. Like the truck's in one shape, like, cool, let's keep ripping. So it was like, it was back in the throttle. And then it was just like carnage left and right and uh i don't know it was just it was one thing after another i mean i had there was a whole incident with parish and all of us stacking up in that corner and Millhausen freaking pretty much rolling down my door and it was that i don't even know what happened that race but there must have been something in the air where everyone was just on absolute kill mode but it was uh i don't know to be honest i have no clue how i how i got that lucky and then, like you guys were saying, what? for the whole incident with Wood and Hager, like, it, I don't know, it just kind of, <laughs> everything, I guess, fell right into order where I was where I needed to be. So, what did your, uh, like, like so when stuff like that happens, does a spotter come over the radio? So, like you said, the, the Milhausen thing, what, what, what went through your mind or what did you hear from your uh, spotter when, when Milhausen went for a little ride? 
it was honestly, it kind of just went quiet. It was like, it was, okay, you're good, good. Like, push it in there. And all of a sudden, it went dead quiet. And that's like, that's when it all went down. And all of a sudden, he goes, oh, shit, you came out of that? All right, keep going, keep going. <laughs> it's, it's literally what it was. And I was I'm sitting in the driver's seat thinking the same damn thing. Like, holy shit, I just escaped like that. Like, I got through that perfectly clean. Like, okay, I guess I'll keep driving then. It was, so, yeah, no, it's chaos. Goes for a ride. They uh, do the comp yellow or do another uh, full course yellow, and then they start you guys again. You said Holcher's uh, end kicks out again. Like, like, is there another spotter thing? Is there another oh shit moment? Like, uh, I know you kind of talked about it already, but like, what what comes over the radio then? That was another incident where it was like it all just happened so fast. It's the spotter really can't see it. I mean, we're the mile an hour and how tight we're all racing. It's like. It's that split instinct kind of racer, like racer instinct. It's either you kind of make a move or at that pace, it's like there really wasn't anywhere to go. We're all set sideways. (laughs) Yeah, that's like, that's one thing I've learned is if you're going to do it, try to square it up as much as possible. So (laughs) just make sure you make make eye contact. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't know. That's the second time this season and I don't ever want to do it again. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah no that was literally that was my first instinct was i saw him and i was like all right we'll square up my front bumper and see how this one comes out dude t-shirt idea right there square up front bumper see how it turns out yeah yeah so so you so you smoke culture and then uh you know i'm, I'm sure you do you know your checks your, your steering wheel stuff and make sure everything's going good um when did it did you so did you see uh matt wood and uh uh brock get into it or like did did you have to like hear it or did you pass by it and you were just like oh shit thanks for the first place spot like like what kind of went through uh your mind on that then through the last lap so i i watched the whole thing go down because i was i was sitting third they had probably a 10 car gap on me and at that time i'm thinking like all right just keep the truck in one piece like let's just bring home a good point stay like third place i'll take it for for what the day was and how much chaos there was on the track i was already thinking like all right let's wrap up this podium get to get the weekend over with and move the next one so i'm already pretty much putting myself in kind of cruise control and i see i believe wood made a little mistake which was which allowed hager to get up next to him so now i'm thinking i'm like all right like maybe maybe they're gonna like run into each other like i just got to kind of sit back and watch to see what happens and sure enough these boys went out went into it hell hellbent and just uh i don't know exactly what happened it looked like like they kind of both maybe swapped a little bit but i saw them get together thought they were gonna pull out of it and all of a sudden they just took a hard left straight into the infield and i was like oh okay like all right here we go and just (laughs) thankfully thankfully they both came out of it somewhat good but yeah no i just kind of clicked their act back in the third and uh, kill mode and just went right by them did it uh did it scare you there for a brief second like being back there thinking like oh man that'd be cool if they like got into each other and then they did and wrecked and then were you like oh my god like were you thinking like whatever i think is going to happen you start thinking like intrusive thoughts (laughs) (laughs) no no i really really don't have time to uh think like that in the truck just kind of more or less it's like i don't know the way i've always looked at it is Let's go out there and see what happens. So I I was sitting where I was and I was watching pretty much just watching these two boys just duke it out. And I was like, all right, dang, they're putting on a pretty good show. 
And all of a sudden, it's just like they got into it. And I was, I literally like passed them. I was like, oh, wait, wait a sec. I'm in first. And then it was after that, it was in the last two laps, I didn't have any breaks. So it was like, I, it was kind of almost like a panic moment that I'm in first because it was not now like, all right, don't screw up. Like you're in first. This is yours. Just get it to the finish line. But at the same time, it was like, how the hell did I just go from pinging around cars like a freaking foosball table and then now I'm sitting first? <laughs> Yeah, man, dude, and, the thing, and 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 again, like uh, it, um, Cole had said something too, where he, where he let somebody uh, drive a UTV, and and he gives you guys credit for like how difficult it is, and and again, I I wouldn't experience <laughs> that yet, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but if I saw a wreck like that again, I'm like, oh, it'd be cool if they wrecked and they wrecked. Those intrusive thoughts for me would be like, oh, dude, it's like if I went blind right now, and then like. <laughs> <laughs> You go fucking blind, and I'm like, ah, this is this what happens. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, it's, so, I don't, oh, I don't know. I mean, just watch watching them. I'd never wish that on someone, but you know, if they're gonna go out there and do it, I'll take it every damn time. <laughs> be cool if they wrecked, but they like didn't get hurt. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Like, like I said, I'll take it. I mean, I'll yeah. I'll take the win like that, but. So you yeah. definitely uh, made it a very interesting uh, pro light race going into Crandon. Um, I mean, even into like Dirt City, like Lena and uh, Bark River kind of going in, it was kind of the Brock and Kyle Grieve show and like a wild, wild scenario had to happen. And next thing you know, man, you're, you're right up there and it is such a close tight race and it is, you know, your pro light debut here out in the Midwest. Um, you know, like what kind of things are you thinking then going into Crandon? You got one points race left. Are you just going to kind of like do like everyone has a fight or everyone has a plan until they get hit kind of thing? Or do you have like a strategy that, that you have going into Crandon? Honestly, I'm going into Crandon. Like I've gone into every one of the races this season. I, I got nothing to lose. I'm not, this is my first rookie season. Like I'm going to let those boys duke it out. Like this is this is their kind of championship that they're going after. Like, like I said, it's my rookie season. So I mean, if it works out, awesome. If not, I'll still take a top three in the championship, my rookie season. So, like I said, I'm gonna kind of come into this weekend like I always have. I'm here for a good time. I want some fun, awesome, badass racing. And uh, you know, if we can put on a show, I'm all for it. But at the same time, I'm not gonna go. I'm not looking for a second or third. Like I would still like that championship. So. As in all the other races, I'm, I'm, I'll be there, but hopefully, ho the theoretical plan for my coming into Crandon is I can get the whole shot and just check out and say see you later, boys, and you know wrap up a nice little championship my rookie season, which I I think would be pretty cool. But you know, like I said, it's it's not the end of the world. It's only my rookie season, so whatever happens, happens. Yeah, have you have you thought about like sought like like seeking out? advice from other like maybe guys that have been in pro light to just be like hey like like what do you think is the play here because i mean it sounds like you have a really good plan like have you thought about maybe seeking out advice or whatever and from other potential pro light drivers that were in that class at one point you know i was going to kind of talk to cole and just a little bit before the race and kind of get a spitball game put together but uh you know for the most part me and i've been thinking damn near the same thing all season long and uh, even these past couple of weeks both Cole and myself have been saying we really don't have have that much to lose. And it's these boys, Brock and uh, Kyle, are the ones who have been in the class for a couple of years, hunting down championships. And 
we're just that newcomer and knocking on the door. So if it works for us, awesome. But if not, we still got several years in the in the making. Now nah, we got like another year, dude. You ain't gonna be in pro life for too long. Hey, 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 now, hey, now. <laughs> to be a shame if you get a hold of rookie of the year trophy and the championship trophy in two hands. Yeah, I mean, it would be it'd be a pretty cool picture, I'd say so. <laughs> so, but no, you, at uh, least. Oh, go, go ahead, ahead, Trey. I was gonna say if we if we get it this year, we at least got to do a back to back then. No, oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna say. Um, when it comes to taking advice from other pro light drivers, so like for instance, for Cole, would you would you take it with a grain of salt, knowing like, hey, you know, I, I guess my thing is is you know, how old your motor? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a low blow. <laughs> 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 conversation. What I'm trying so, to get so to has <laughs> got I think what two wins on that motor now, so we're still good for another like ten <laughs> before we get to change yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. if we can get a third one this weekend to like kind of put that notch in the belt, that'd be really cool. But, uh, be, yeah, no, that'd yeah. be pretty sweet. Yeah, but let's just say the motor in that truck's gonna get changed after Cranon. We ain't gonna try running it as long as I ran mine. There's different scenarios there. He's got a spare in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just looking out for you, Trey. But uh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the other the other uh, thing too, you, you got to take it with a grain of salt is, um, you know, when he said pull that whole shot right off the rip, I, I immediately started thinking of Kyle Greaves, man, <clears throat> two years ago. In 2020, end of September, I think it was the 26th. And you're bringing uh, up all the heartbreaks. Whole shot. <laughs> I know. And uh, coming down after first lap, gets on the bike into the wall. So don't don't take advice from Kyle Greaves. Um, just <laughs> I, I think listening to Cole is, uh, is the right move, Trey. Yeah, I definitely, especially from uh, Cole's performance last year, the battle with him and Hager. I think uh, Cole's Cole's going to be my go-to guy. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie, Trey. I feel, <clears throat> I, I know that he mentioned that, you know, you were coming in, the plan was for you to come into Pro Light, you know, and and Troy was going to go to Pro 2 and he was going to go to Pro 4. Um, you know, nothing against you because you've been fabulous to watch this year. Um, I feel like I was I was robbed a little bit that I didn't get the Cole Mamer-Brock Hager matchup and, you know, KGB kind of thing. We only got it for one year. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I feel a little bit robbed, Trey. Like, what do you, what do you think? Um... I don't. I don't think you should feel very robbed. Uh, I don't know. I, I, we we got some. We still got a lot more racing to go. Uh, I, I so think uh, Trey Trey has filled my shoes plenty well in the pro light class. So there's probably a good thing I'm not there. <laughs> that and I would hate competing against my own setup. It would suck. <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely. I'll give it to Cole. He gave me one hell of a uh, setup and one hell of a truck this season to drive. So he 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 gave me the easy part. All I gotta do is go out there and drive the wheels off the thing. So with uh with you know Bark River behind you, you got one more race left. Um, this whole season, you know, you've been in a UTV. You know, you, you rocked a buggy before this, and then you were in the in the Vegas Torino. How much of that has kind of played into you your rookie year? Because again, you've been phenomenal your rookie year. How much of that is like played into experience, especially with those being different? uh disciplines basically different vehicles like how has that added to your success um i think it's the way i've always looked at the kind of racing is i don't really care what i'm in you could put me in a roundy round car a stock car sprint car like whatever it is i've always just tried to chase being behind a steering wheel of a four-wheel drive car because the way i look at it is no matter what type of car in or how much suspension or how much power there's always a lesson to be learned 
doesn't matter if you're going 100 miles an hour or 10 miles an hour. You're always going to be learning something from each car you drive, which I think is the biggest, I'd say, plus side of what I've been able to do with moving up the ranks from from the mod car to the four-wheel drive UTV to the desert car. It just, each one of the cars that I've been thankfully blessed to drive has taught me a different lesson. So now at the beginning of this season, when I went and stepped into the pro light, I was at, I was able to kind of combine everything and it really just made it kind of all, I want to say click a little bit better and sooner, which is what I think kind of gave me the advantage coming into the pro lights pro light class my rookie season so do you plan on uh kind of keeping the same schedule you got going on this year because i mean vegas serena was a really tough turnaround you know going in the desert getting to middle of nowhere upper peninsula <laughs> michigan um do you plan on kind of keeping that schedule going where you're going to race desert and you're going to keep racing short course Yes, absolutely. I have a, I have some kind of contracts and other agreements that I have to race these major races. And that was, that was one of the big reasons why I did what I did for the Park River Vegas Arena weekend. It was, I was kind of obligated to race both races. I couldn't get out of the Vegas Reno and I couldn't get out of the Park River due to where I was in points. Like I would, I would have hated giving up my point situation and i at the same time it was there was no way i was getting out of the vegas arena race so we just kind of had to make it had to make it work but i don't know maybe maybe next year will be something different and um i don't know we'll kind of we'll have to play it out and see i uh so i i gotta ask too like um how old are you trey uh just turned 21 this year okay okay um, so he was legal you for your in... party or your running race at Park River, if you wanted to know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I did ask, too. And he's like, 21. I was like, yeah, all right, sure. Pass the test. No, but uh, so, yeah, you know, let's kind of go into that then. The uh, the foot race at Bark River, man. Um, <laughs> are you with. So I know I'm, I'm guessing you had fun. Uh, oh, I had a would blast. You, would you want to do a uh, potentially a relay race tonight at Cranon? Is that something you'd be interested in? Heck yeah, I'm all for it. I don't know the one at Bark River. I wasn't even signed up for, and someone didn't show up. And I was, I was honestly expecting to go into the first one and just like you know just get a quick like little cocktail, a little bursky, and uh, <laughs> be out of it. And then I ended up actually beating Mickey and then CJ. And I was like, I was not expecting this at all. I had my big boots. They were at least 10 pounds. Yeah. He was going for the Bark River Cup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. I'd be interested to do a little relay or something. Set something up to Crandon. Just don't let Tyler be your partner. Yo, absolutely not. No. (laughs) But you can borrow his outfit if you want. Yeah. You know, he was looking damn good until I saw him take off the line. He said he was a fast runner, and I saw just kind of the way he, like, wiggled his arms, and that's as soon as I knew we uh, we made the wrong choice. <laughs> wrong setup. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was for sure the wrong setup. We were expecting for, like, a dry, slicked-off track. Yeah, no, we got a nice, muddy, swampy track. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, don't, uh, I, I don't have any more uh, racing questions, gentlemen, if, if you guys don't. Uh, I guess I got uh, one question for both Cole and Trey. Um, what is your guys' favorite tracks and why? Oof. I'll let Cole go first. 
Oh, man. So that's a rough. So like on the series you're racing right now? Yep, right now. And then probably, maybe you could do like all-time favorite then. Probably, probably Bark River. In a Pro 4 at least. Bark River is a blast. It has a tight technical section and it has a super high-speed section. So it makes it fun. Um, Bark River is probably at the top of my list in Pro 4. All right. What about you? Um, I, I honestly, I liked Anigo. I liked Anigo and ERX. Those are, I'm, <laughs> I was probably not the answer you were expecting. Yeah, I mean, you should see yeah. Tito's face as soon as you said Anigo. <laughs> He's like, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the whole death, like the death rhythm section, like if we could chop those down maybe a little <laughs> bit next year, I'd be totally cool with that. But I don't know. I, I like the tight technical tracks. That's kind of always suited my driving style. So it was like between the tightness and like the quick 180s and stuff. I like that about Anigo. And then honestly, ERX, the kind of like coming over the flyway and the whole kind of like little S section, like the last three corners. Like S section is just like an all time favorite just because the way it feels in the truck. And just honestly, if you hit it like, if you hit it right, the feeling in the truck of just like the flow, it's, I don't know, it doesn't, I can't really relate it to much. Hey, hey, Tito, do, do you know the feeling of hitting it right? <laughs> yeah. See, Troy wasn't weekend. here for our, for our earlier yeah. conversation. Yeah. After this weekend, oh, right. sounds like sounds times. like I missed out on some good conversation. Yeah. Oh, brother. Let's just say somebody Man. flew out from Vegas. Yeah. The third and fifth time oh. he hit it right. Put it, <laughs> yeah. Put it this way: oh. my hips hurt. <laughs> oh, she did her job. <laughs> You should, uh, oh, I was gonna say you should tell him what you told me about the lion to the kitty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I, I, so after uh, after the first night, boys. So I woke up the next morning and she's like laying there in the bed, and I just quick like did a quick snap of like just like like her feet or like just evidence that like there's a female there. The fact you like, had to prove that there's a. Female. <laughs> I know, I know how everyone. Being, uh, well, you guys remember the story before where they say he's yelling at the guy from behind. Yeah, so, reason why yeah. Gotta prove it. <laughs> yeah. so I, I just like did a quick little snap, and I was like, I was like, oh, the the tiger has now been turned into a purring kitty. Somebody goes, oh, oh. like, oh, they should just like call you Tiger King, and I was like, okay, like let's chill out. Like it was just it was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like forty five seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. position though to be in like first place second third, <laughs> going through uh the track sorry i kind of broke up for a second what was that uh, i was saying uh what is your uh what is your favorite position to be in like first second third like when you're on the track 
Okay. Just, we got to clarify that one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Honestly, first is always great, but I'll take, I, I don't know. It depends. Are we talking like the first half of the race or the second half of the race? No, oh, now you're getting piggy. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. like what's your favorite perfect scenario? What really kind of, you know, bricks you up? <laughs> <laughs> We're throwing out a lot of, uh, a lot of cues here. I gotta, I gotta watch what I say. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Oh, I don't know if, I mean, as always, if I can be out front and just leave the rest of the guys in my dust, that's always go to, but honestly, my kind of go to is probably second because I can watch what the leader's doing and uh, kind of pick up where he's making his mistakes or where I'm making up time on him. And uh, I usually try to wait till the second half to make the, uh, make the move. So I can't, so it can't get turned around and put back on me. So I usually try to wait till the last like two, three laps. And then that that's pretty much it. Wrap it up from there. Speaking of uh, turning it around and wrapping it up, do you prefer uh, the front or the back? Like front nine, back nine. Oh, ooh, always front nine. I usually always, so it's like the cocktails flow like perfectly good. Like I get in like my mojo, like front nine. It's like we're hitting pretty you're so, decent. You're so like, full of that guy. Sorry, golf okay, hey, Cole, you can't, you can't judge that day. You're only good for about hole one and the whole rest of the game went off. Yeah, uh, that's usually how it goes. <laughs> yeah, it's usually after the first first time, it's like uh, down, cut, and over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> next one I got is uh, blondes, brunettes, or redhead? Oof, easy question. Blondes. Okay, if you had to rank them. Oof. Uh, blondes, brunettes, redhead, in that order. <laughs> Because huh? I mean, all right, so hear me out. You know, they always say <laughs> redhead crazy. Like, Hold on, wait, hear me out. Yeah, yeah she's gone real quick. So they always say redheads are usually like the go to. It's like once you mature, it's like redheads always look a lot better. But you no, know, they're they're crazy and all. But if you find a true purebred blonde, oh yeah. Those those are for sure the ones that'll keep you keep you in check. Oh yeah, like from like Sweden or Norway or some shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, uh, you should ask Trey about his text. I'll send him at Lena. <laughs> oh no! You go, oh, no! no. no. Now you gotta tell us. No, this is as far as we're going, bud. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I took uh, Troy Cox's phone because I knew Trey didn't have his number, and I texted Trey. I was like, "Hey, it's yours. We need to talk." Well, he didn't have the phone number. So his his look up from his phone was like complete death. Like he was gonna get killed. He looked at his like, truck and like complete sadness. And then he saw all of us laughing in the background and he just shook his head. <laughs> it's yours. That was, yeah, it was not cool. I swear. One of my one of my guys that works in my pit was standing next to me. Like I pull out my phone, I look at it, and it's like at first, I was kind of like, all right, yeah, good prank. Like, someone, someone's screwing with me. And so I was like, I showed my buddy my like, my uh, my mechanics, like, my phone. And he, I was I asked him, I was like, hey, did you get this text too? Because I, <laughs> I was really I was really hoping that it was, like, maybe, like, a mass text. And he goes, he ch- pulled out his phone, and he checks it, and he goes, nope. And like, that's, that is the exact moment my heart sank. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, no, like. Uh oh! Uh oh! <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's every oh. scenario started running through my head, and I was kind of you no. Know, looked over at my two race cars. I was, uh, I was like, 
well, it's been a good ride, but I, I believe this is it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was, yeah. Up until that moment, like I looked over at Cole and all of them and I was, I was the definition of scared, scared shitless. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was those boys got me good. But it's all right. We still got one more re- one more weekend to get them back. <laughs> so I, at least I think that that was a little bit more friendly than uh, than what CJ did to RJ and Ronnie. Did you hear about that? No, no. So at ERX, uh, CJ, <clears throat> I think it was Saturday night. They uh, they were having a few uh, few drinks, a lot of drinks, and uh, CJ went to get like grab a snack. And he like grabbed like an Oreo and he looked at it and he goes, Oh, that's a funny looking Oreo. And he realized that it was a dog treat. So what he did was he grabbed a few of them and he went by Ronnie and RJ and he's like, yeah, Hey, this is a Wisconsin delicacy. You gotta, you gotta eat the Oreo and then do a shot of fireball. It's like supposed to taste like cinnamon toast crunch or some shit like that. Oh no. So, so RJ, you know, being RJ, he knew something was up and, but he ended up getting Ronnie with it. Or fucking, or as RJ says, fucking Ronnie smoked a dog treat and then uh, did a shot at the uh, fireball. Uh, oh no! Uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad I missed that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, I think oh, I dude. think that one that one tops uh, tops heartbreak. Real quick, speaking of ERX, you know when you're going through the uh, going through the S section, there's a question for both of you guys. How come you guys didn't? Uh, how come you guys didn't triple it? Uh, oh, uh, well, I'll, I'll start it off because uh, the only person to triple it was RJ and a Pro Two and CJ and a Pro Four. So I, I was kind of excluded from that whole that whole scene. <laughs> yeah, my, so my excuse was the front diff was actually working that weekend, and I want I didn't want to give it the reason not to. So, uh, <laughs> I was being pretty smart behind the wheel on that one. I was. Uh, <laughs> I was backing out of her. That's funny. Yeah. Maybe, so maybe next year, though. You, Who knows? I got to ask you, Trey, uh, now that you've been out here in the Midwest, what do you prefer, man, in and out or Culver's? Oh, uh, being from the West Coast, I'm going to always say in and out. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry. It's, I'm sorry. You guys got the cheese curds over there, but we got the in and out double-double over here, so. Right, it's, got, it's a uh, close match, but I got to stick. I got to stick with the West Coast. I got uh, one more. At least I got one more question. How about you guys? Uh, I got one more question for both you, Cole and Trey. Uh, it's a it's a ranking question. Who is your favorite native? Oh, we're t- I'm looking at him right now. Oh, man. Another <laughs> oh, win man. for you? That's two weeks in a row you win. That's no yes. fair. Oh, oh no. Oh, you didn't I- know there was somebody behind you? Don't do that to Spiritual and shit, man. Uh, now you got me. I'm gonna have to like smudge my fucking apartment. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I'm gonna have to say probably Tito. <sighs> we were on a hot streak there for a little bit. Yeah, now yeah. Tito's winning. Yeah. God damn it. Maybe the foot I mean, races. after after his performance at the foot race, I think he, that's that's kind of what won me over. I mean, he did win third best outfit. Right yeah. 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 Uh, Podium. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your uh, second favorite native? The skinny guy or the big guy? Trey doesn't oh. even know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this this all right, is cool. all new. 
This is all this new. Is all we'll new. introduce ourselves at Crandon. He was like, yeah. I didn't know you guys still existed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought Tito was the last one. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I oh, thought man. the other two were Mexican. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, where's the blonde and the redheads? Yeah. I could choose those. <laughs> I could pick those ones out really. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, All right, on the technicality, Tito won. Yep. It's no fair, though. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Uh, I don't have any more questions for uh, Mr. Gibbs. Mm-mm. If you guys uh, don't. No, I am good. Okay. All right. Well, dude, okay. Trey, honestly, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to uh, jump on the phone call and uh, just kind of talk shit with us. I'm, I'm sure we'll have you on. We got a lot more that we can talk about. Same thing with Cole, with some of these, you know, drivers, some of you drivers that we don't know as much as like other ones we could definitely talk all day about uh you know anything and everything so we'll we'll have on again to talk more but until then man much appreciated and we will see you in crandon next week sounds good awesome guys thank you for having me on yep later see ya all right see ya i got a question for you crandon last year was that were you involved in almost hitting that safety truck yeah, I was. What was that like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just forgot. All, I was just. Yeah. Right. I went yeah. to. Why'd you do that? Yeah, why'd you do that? Why'd you, yeah, why'd you that? almost hit him? <laughs> oh, that was that was probably the most freaked out I've ever been inside of a race car. I'll be truthfully honest. Yeah, like explain that you're coming over that jump and then boom. Yeah. So, so the crazy part is my spotter. My dad didn't even see him. Yeah, so, I don't think anyone did. So my dad was, I was freaking out over the radio. One, I was freaking out because as soon as they called a red flag and two of the radiator fans on the back of my truck broke off. Mm-hmm. I still don't know how. But um, so we only had one radiator fan. So the temp was just skyrocketing and I almost just, you know, smoked a safety truck. <laughs> and um, so I was for sure freaking. When I, when the initial thought that came over my mind. As soon as we flew over, I was like, oh, no, my guy's car. I'm like, you know, the memes are going to be on there. Yeah. And, uh, Did you really? Oh, yeah. If I hit it, do you know how bad, you know how bad the memes were? It was bad enough when I was close. <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, probably the, one of the most sketchiest parts of my racing career. I'll take that one. I've had some bad crashes, but that's for sure up there. I remember watching that race and I seen that safety truck go out there. I was like, these guys are flying oh, <laughs> these yeah. guys are coming well it's not like it was it's not like i was out there by myself either it yeah. was brock and i yeah, yeah. Like, no for and we yeah. were both at going for it you know there wasn't <laughs> we were i was driving the truck as hard as i possibly could i know brock was doing the same thing you know as he when he would bounce and bounce for another 10 feet yeah catch it. so uh um at least brock yeah. brock didn't bounce right into the safety truck so um yeah no that was for sure sketchy my <laughs> That was not fun. Hopefully, oh, uh, hopefully Trey don't repeat that after what we did last year. He already smoked culture head on. I don't think we need uh, a safety truck to prove a point. If we could get memes for that, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, what do you, uh, so we had him, we had him on man. And, and dude makes me laugh every time, but it's funny that that crosses your mind when you're out there or, you know, at least comes to mind within a very short, short time frame. Um, what are your thoughts, man, on, on champ memes? Do you think it's definitely a perfect addition to like what needs to be in the sport in the series? Oh, hundred percent. I think he needs to post more. Mm-hmm. So I think there needs to be more posts on it. Um, I've been actually, I follow a NASCAR memes page now ever since a uh, championship off-road memes page. <laughs> and, uh, I think it's funny, you know, I think the sport needs it kind of as like a morale as a good laugh. Um, 
you know, and at the end of the day, support needs driver release too. And I think the memes kind of start that out a little bit or egg it on a little bit more. So a hundred percent, I think it's needed. Yeah. Dude. And, and for the longest time, man, like people thought it was me and I'm like, dude, I do not have time to like run a fucking meme page. And not only that, like, I can come up with like memes and, and well, whatnot, I really thought but, it was you. <laughs> I, yeah, no, like I thought it was him too. We're with him. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, where the fuck does this guy get all the time was, in the world? I was like, we're with this guy because he because <laughs> Tito does make memes and sends it to us. I was like, it's got to be him. <laughs> yeah, no, but th- there are times where like the shit that he makes it makes me laugh so fucking hard, and I'm like, there's no way that like I would be able to come up with that. No matter how how much time I would have to think about it, just with him, it's just so quick to be hey, able to like, hey, come up with something. I've seen your prep videos for like, or what was it, Lena? And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on now. And I the, think and my the outfit choice. There ain't no way. way you walked into Walmart and not choosing that outfit. You had that planned out way ahead of time. I, so I wanted. I would. I did want short shorts, and I was like, oh, I like. I walked in. I was like, I'll go to the women's section. Those got to be pretty fucking short. And it was like the only pair of like three XL shorts. And I was like, oh, these should fit. And I didn't even try them on until like that day at Dirt City. No, I'm proud of you. So ran with them, stretched them out a little bit, heard the fabric tear, no big deal. <laughs> so saw the rock knock over the beer. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Since you're bringing up heartbreaks, Melina now. Yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> God damn it, man. Uh, it was brutal. It was brutal. Oh, um, trust me, Lena can get you. Yeah, yeah. Bad <laughs> habit. Bad habit, man. Yeah. Lena's out here breaking hearts. <laughs> but like, you know, racing hearts. Yeah. Not like yeah. Yep. No. actual hearts. Mm-hmm. Not like my ex-girlfriend. So anyways, uh, <laughs> gentlemen, you, you guys. <laughs> no, that, that no. Oh, that's <laughs> a whole other story. <laughs> that's a whole other story. Yeah, that, that's a whole oh. other story we'll have to tell you about. He goes ex-girlfriend and he's like, no, we're didn't she just leave? I'm like, <laughs> no. Uh, I, do <laughs> I do not. Stop it, guys. I just you love know. her. I just you love, love her. her. <laughs> I just love her and care for her. <laughs> Fly her out. I just, you, well, you would think that the way that this weekend went, that I wouldn't like her, the shit that I did. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, hated women. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I uh, I don't have anything more, gentlemen. If no. you guys uh, don't want to, I mean, I, like we can we can still stay here and talk with Cole if you want. I don't know, like anything more that you guys want to bring up or talk about. But uh, no, I think this is a really good podcast. Yeah, yeah no, this, this was amazing. We're, we're back. Yep. Thank you guys for the invite out here. Mm-hmm. I was able to yeah. make it out to the studio. Yeah, no, this is awesome. We, we yeah. weren't planning on this to be a studio, by the way. That's why it's yeah. pink and brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Was yeah. It's going to be his changing room. Yeah. Yeah. This is Tito's room. Gotcha. <laughs> yep. You know, like uh, in Silence of the Lambs, and the guy like tucks it back and he does like the whole like butt naked thing. That's like going to be my room. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder why one of the walls is brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to lean up against it. So it uh, stays up. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but no, man, dude. Uh, really good podcast. I enjoyed it, and, and I'm glad. Like, I'm uh, hopefully this episode is enough, like you said, Jeffrey, for us to like be like back. But um, I don't know, man. It's just it's fun talking bullshit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Talk about our weekends. Well, your no. weekend, our weekends are always lame. So yeah, yeah. well, compared well, to yours, bachelor party this weekend. Yeah. Oh, no. we're at Appleton. <laughs> No, I already hit that decline button. Tyler Seckle, come on. No, I am not going out with you guys. Come you, on. You should go. 
Ask him, Cole, why yeah. he's not going out. Well, Ask him, going? he'll tell you. Oh, white people are crazy. <laughs> no. So what's your excuse? <laughs> <Don't> you... <laughs> Caucasians. <laughs> Caucasians. <laughs> uh, no, a ca- uh, Caucasian 65-year-old man that kept us up at fucking 7, 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, dude, went to bed at like, I, at least I did. I went to bed at 3.30, and then you've got mm-hmm. the, the bride's dad at 6.30. Let's go! Let's go. And I'm like, there's no way this is happening. I'm Sounds like, like my dad on fucking... summer vacation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, those like, old someone... fuckers know how to fucking party. Yeah. Like, Can someone shoot him with a fucking beanbag? What are we doing? Problem is, is my are? dad can like still go to bed at like four o'clock in the morning from partying and still be up at six o'clock in the morning. I don't know how he does it because I cannot do it. Yeah. no. And then he went all day, too. Yeah. He didn't crash at all. He kept going. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I wonder if it's like one of those where he hasn't gone out in so long it like recharges kind of like godzilla and then he <laughs> just uses all that like stored up energy and then once he left it was like all right no nah, he's been again. practicing his whole life for that moment yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's slowed down no he picks it up every year yeah. <laughs> ever, ever since his last bachelor party he's yeah. like oh, i gotta save up for a really good yeah. one yeah. <laughs> there you go. i've been waiting 35 years uh-huh. for this shit. I, just, I just hated that he woke me up and then he thought putting the blanket back over my head was going to mute him. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, Kibo, I love you. He was like, I'll let you go back to sleep. Put the covers over my head. And then the next two seconds, let's fucking go. I'm like, damn, Jerry. <laughs> like, I can still hear you. shots at people while they're sleeping. <laughs> For real, man. Uh, gotcha. but, but, nope. Bachelor party this weekend. Uh, I don't think it should be anything too crazy. I might try to bring back a fat chick i don't know yeah i don't know <laughs> i mean it's hard to top what i was on top of this weekend so <laughs> i'm glad to hear you're to, doing something yeah. <laughs> might have to grenade it this weekend you know what i mean yeah <laughs> grenade it the whole 45 whole 43 seconds yeah. 45 yeah <laughs> set, set a new new lap record <laughs> <laughs> new lap record he, he, he might make it to the 50 boys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It might be like a might be a like a dirt bike. Oh, your four strokes. That's it. Uh, <laughs> uh, righty, man. Are you guys uh, Gucci? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're good. All right, man. Uh, if you're still listening, thank you guys so much for uh, again just listening to us chat bullshit and uh, talk with Cole and Trey. And uh, we hope that this episode satisfies you guys enough. And um, we will be back next week. Uh, I'm Tito Labine, and this is the Impulse Show. So, thanks, guys. This is how legends are made.